This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. Right now on JList.com, Halloween is almost here, and so they are ramping up with tons of Halloween-themed Japanese snacks. Right now on JList.com, you can get Pokemon Halloween Rice Cracker Packs. You can get Kit Kat Halloween Caramel Pudding Flavored Snacks. Chupa Chups Halloween Tongue Painter Lollipops. I don't know what that is, but it makes your tongue a different color. They have Dagashi Halloween Packs and Special Edition Special Flavored Pepsis and a lot more. So get over to JList.com right now and you can buy your Japanese Halloween snacks well in advance of the hall of the Halloween season. So you can give them to your friends and you'll be you'll be the favorite for the month of October. And now it's time to start the podcast. There were some scenes with Nina later on that I thought were good. Like like when like when she's at the ball and then all the women are sort of um, kneeling, ho- ho- hoping that the king will ask them to dance. Yeah, and she just walks right up to him. And, and I actually thought that that was a sort of like a, a, a comment, a commentary on gender identities, because like you've got all these women that are basically like bowing to the king. Yeah. And then Nina goes right up to the front of the of the steps, and she asks him to dance. Right. Which is a complete re- role reversal of power for the in, in gender. Yeah, but then and she becomes a completely useless. Well, yeah, they they backpedal on it. Yeah, hard. hard and she yeah. becomes like a like a it, just like the one of the like just a horrible representation well, of women in anime. I mean, she like, falls in love with. She them. becomes uh, like what's the term like? So if a guy was falling like that for a girl, he would be pussy whipped. So what is that for a girl? Penis whipped. <laughs> アニメアディクツアノニマスのライブブロードキャストを聞いていただきます。You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 390th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I am your host, Mitsugi, and wherever you're listening from, maybe you're at work, maybe you're in the grocery store, you're cutting your grass. Maybe you're in the bath. You're in the bath. Naked. Yeah. With bubbles. Shaving your armpits. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. I love that you're here with us today. I am joined by my good buddy, Kazuo, who just finished drinking his Soylent. That's right. Which is very crazy. It's uh, I mean, it's this new age confangled nutrition. Yeah, you you old people and your food. Ha! You don't need food. I, you know what? I'll t- I'll tell you something right here real quick. It was like th- Wednesday, and yeah. I was struggling to decide what I wanted to eat at Publix. And I was like, I'm gonna be here for half an hour figuring this out, and I'm gonna buy food and spend ten ten to twenty dollars yep. on it. And I'm like, why am I here? I should just do the soiling. Exactly. I'm like I saved myself an hour and I saved myself a bunch of money and a bunch of frustration. You know what I, I was thinking of is that now that I'm on this soiling stuff, I feel like I have to tell everyone and I wasn't sure why. But and then I found out apparently it's vegan. So yeah. I have to tell everyone. Well, that's rule number one of being vegan. There is another thing that's just like soiling, but it doesn't have it's not made with soy, oh. which um, apparently is a lot better for men. Hmm. So I'm going to look into that. But anyway, if you want to follow the podcast, you can do it at our website, www.aapodcast.com. That's where you can get all of the awesome content. If you go to www.aapodcast.com forward slash join, 
you can get all of our additional content that we put out for you every week. We have our hobby addicts, which we do before every podcast. We have our hentai episodes where we talk about, well, naughty things that, you know, that you want to hear, but we talk about, we talk about boobs and stuff. Seldom is, (laughs) seldom is it provided by any podcast, the, the naughty content. That's true. No, but they don't have the balls. They don't have, let's be, let's be straight. All right. We have four. They don't have, yeah, we got, we have at least four balls between us. Five. It's possible. Okay. Maybe that's just a lump. Yeah. I should go to a doctor. Yeah. And of course we have the after parties where we just kind of cut loose and shoot the shit. So if you get, you can get all that for just a small amount of money and you'll actually help the podcast out a lot because we seem to spend pretty much everything that we bring in. Somehow we have a lot of crap around this room. Mm -hmm. So also if you go to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash AAA podcast, Kazuo is, is hitting it hard and heavy. Yeah. There's now a Discord group where you can live watch anime with Kazuo. I'm like that. Which is awesome. I'm like that one dude in Ireland who gets all the snakes to come to him. Uh, Like the Pied Piper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that guy, except of anime podcast Facebook group pages. So go to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash AAA podcast, and you too can watch anime with Kazuo and make, and I don't know, make fun of him for not having a pompadour (laughs) because that's what I would do. I'll never be good enough. So on this podcast today, we are going to be talking about uh, the the topic I've named it Beyond Anime Strike, the oh. best anime on Netflix. We are So we will be discussing a great alternative to you for those of you that don't want to outlay the hundred bucks a year or whatever it is for you to have Anime Strike. There are alternatives and we're going to discuss those. And of course, we're also going to do a review on Rage of Bahamut Genesis Virgin well, Soul. Not Genesis. Oh, that's what I wrote. Rage um, of Bahamut Virgin Soul. Right. Okay. I got it. So, okay. And without further ado, let's get things kicked off here. Kazuo, the anime world heaved a collective gasp this past week. A gasp of terror and disgust. Oh God, what happened? J.J. Abrams announced that he is going to make a live action adaptation of Your Name for Hollywood. Oh, I heard that. And um, considering that your name is still sort of um, buzzing around the anime community because everyone seems to love that movie. My name is always buzzing around the anime community. Yeah. It's part of being a... Your name, though, not my name. Yeah, no. It's not called my name. It's called your name. It's your name, yeah. I know. I know it's my name. No. Well, who's on first? (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah, exactly. So uh, J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot Productions is going to be doing a live-action Hollywood adaptation of Your Name. It's basically a cash grab. They're like, wow, this made $350 million in Japan. Well, we've got to make a live-action of it. Uh, he J.J. Abrams, for those of you that don't know him, so I don't know how you couldn't, but he did Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens, and Star Trek Into Darkness, and he's directed and produced for about a million TV shows. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's pretty well known. Inclu- I mean, including lost, I believe, right? I'm not exactly sure. I just wrote down the movies that he directed because oh. he's directing this. Lindsay Weber from his company is going to be producing the film along with Genki Kawamura, who is the original film's producer. And his first name means like in good health and energetic, which is kind of funny. Huh? Genki. Um, I well, hate that word, by the way. That's like the only word that non-Japanese speakers know and they use it all the time. I'm so Genki. Oh, oh God! <laughs> kill me right now. That's um, not very ganky of you. No, it's not. Definitely not. Also, Academy Award nominated screenwriter Eric Heiserer, whom he's Academy Award nominated, but he but he directed Arrival and Final Destination Five, which don't seem like Academy Award. Not um. Well, he's an Academy. He he's been 
he's won an Academy Award for his writing, not necessarily his directorial. He's work. not directing this guy. This that guy is writing. Oh, gee. well, he's he's, hmm. he's oh, writing right. the script. Well, well, I don't know. And, <laughs> and Paramount and 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 Brad per- Robot Productions are going to be working together with Toho, hmm. who will distribute the film in Japan. Interesting. Also, there's a quote here from Kawamura, the original producer. Who said, until I met with the people at Bad from Bad Robot, I thought this was just a dream, but it seems it's the real thing now. I can't think of a better team to bring your name to a rebirth. Why does it need a rebirth? It just happened. Then J.J. Abrams and his team and Arrival, which Eric Heisserer wrote, was one of the most moving sci-fi films I've seen in recent years. I believe that Eric will depict the climax of your name, which mixes science fiction and a love story in the best possible way. I mean... You know, maybe at least they got good people behind it, right? Does look, does it need to happen? No, obviously not. The movie just came out. Yep. Like, this is kind of ridiculous. It's a cash grab. Right. But they've got some solid people behind it, so it could be good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree there. Yeah. I think that J.J. Abrams is fine. He, he at least is experienced, unlike the guy who did like the Death Note movie, whom, yeah, no one knows him. And the original producer is involved and the guy who's writing it has an Academy Award nomination. So the staff seem, the, the, the staff at the moment seems good. What I'm hoping is that they'll take the they'll look at the $300 million that that movie made globally, I think. I don't, mm-hmm. I c- it couldn't be just in Japan. That's too much. But globally, they'll say, wow, this movie made $300 million. And that doesn't even count like the DVD sales and things like that. And they'll say, this is worth a $100 million budget. Like maybe he doesn't need that because it's not yeah. going to be full of uh, special effects probably. Right. But l- let's just say the reason why the Death Note movie probably didn't do well, for one thing, it, it didn't have the budget for it. No no one knew any of the actors. No. Except for Willem Dafoe, who was barely even in it because he was wearing like, like 400 pounds of face makeup. Yeah. And the guy who played um, L, I guess, was in something else. I don't know who he is. There, I don't know. But the, he's- no one knew them. They, were, they, they, they probably made 50 grand a pop. They, I mean, mm-hmm. no one knows them. So let's get some like legit actors in here. Yeah. Let's pay them their five million bucks or whatever they make. Let's pay them the money. Get some real actors in here. Let's get some. Uh, l- l- let's get some quality settings made. Yeah. Let's let's get some uh, good equipment. Let's let's pump out the marketing materials. Let's do all the things that you got to do to get people in the movie theaters. Because if the anime movie made three hundred fifty million dollars, they should be able to justify that a live action adaptation with J.J. Abrams should make the same amount at least. And so let's spend the hundred million bucks making it actually a good movie. Let's not bullshit it like, like we did with death note. So this movie has basically two leads, a male and a female lead. Who do you think would be good for those parts? They're really young. They're yeah. They're high school. I want to say. Yeah. I mean, but they can make older people look younger. Yeah. I I just don't know a lot of young actors. That's the problem. Yeah, that's true. All all of my favorite actors are in like their forties and fifties or older. It's going to be you know, Shia like, LaBeouf and Lindsay Lohan. Oh, kill myself, please. <laughs> the, for example, but, uh, you know, but they don't need, they don't need to spend a ton of money on the actors. Like I, I'm, I want them to do that, honestly, but like, look at the movie it that just came out. Yeah. I saw that movie. Oh, I haven't it's seen it. It's freaking and it's great. Okay. All the actors in it are children. Stranger things. All the actors were children. They mm-hmm. all did fine. You can find these children. I got it. Let's just use the girl from the from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. Use the girl. What's her and, name? And, um, She's uh, becoming Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, let's use her. Done. And uh, and the dude, the boy who is also in it, uh, Finn Wolfhart, which is an awesome name, Great. by the way. Let's use him then. 
I think it makes sense. Except I, I don't know. They that might be a little young. They're not young. They're not old enough. But, but you can do great things with a small budget. A lot of these movies, the budget is because of the actors. It, the, the production budget for the movie, it, thirty-five million dollars. It's oh, made wow. three hundred. It's made five hundred and fifty-five million globally. Jeez, that's like twenty x its budget. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the wonder they're making another one, but it can be done. Now, 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 I want to look up the budget and the, and, the, and the amount of money that the Ghost in the Shell movie made. I think um, the budget was. We're going to be disappointed. I think probably around a hundred million. The budget was one hundred and ten million. Yep. It made one hundred and sixty-nine million, Oy. which globally, prob- globally, Oy. which probably by movie standards means it means it was a failure. Mm-hmm. Probably will be not profitable for the studio. No, because they're giving up what at least half of it to like the movie theaters. Yeah, and stuff. generally you got to double your money to get to you make know. the break even. Yeah, yeah. So that was a failure, but like. It can be done. It can be done. The problem is history would say that it can't be done. Yeah. I, it can be done, but... But it's never been done. <laughs> it is possible, but not likely. The problem is that like a movie like Stranger... A movie like It is based off a Stephen King novel. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to see that. They all, know, they all know the story of It. They know who Pennywise is, right? But when you put out your name and you say it's done by an anime company or whatever it's immediately going to be stigmatized. It's just a fact. It sucks. Yeah. And that is why it won't have the budget that it needs because they're going to say, wow, this movie's high risk. It, uh, it, it has anime attached to it. Look how badly the other, an- and, and let's face it, Ghost in the Shell at 170 million. That's pretty damn good as far as anime movies go. Yeah. I mean, I bet I if mean, you look up the last, the Avatar movie and stuff, it probably, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm, that's I'm gonna, a good I'm question. I'm going to look that up. Because this is, this is the hottest topic right now. In, in the anime world. I can't... The Last Airbender, maybe, is what it's called. The Last Airbender. The Last Airbender made a global... It made... Oh, it made more than the Ghost in the Shell movie. Wow. Oh, wow. Ghost in the Shell movie was a huge flop. This... How can this be right? The Last Airbender made $132 million in the U.S.? I mean, it, the air. How can that be? It was... The show was so incredibly huge but at the that time. the movie was, was, like, well-known for being absolutely unwatchable. Right, but people don't know that until they've gone to the theater to see it. But doesn't word of mouth spread fast? I don't know. What year did it come out? Um, 2010. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Well, I stand corrected on Last Airbender. I had no idea. But I think if I if you were if you were a producer, yeah, if you were someone that a producer, to say I'm trying to pitch last your your name to you. Do you want to know another? I, while you were looking that up, I looked another. I looked okay. up another live action Dragon anime Ball. movie, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, it was a Budget flop. was thirty million. The uh, in the U.S. it made about nine million dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> I think uh, worldwide. Let's see here. It was. Oh, where is it now? Let's see. Oh, I guess it doesn't. Oh, there we go. Fifty-seven million. All right. Well, so, by ratio of, of budget to profit, that movie was also better than than Ghost in the Shell. That's nuts. So yeah, because Ghost in the Shell didn't even double, and that movie did. So if I'm if I if I'm a, if I'm if I'm Genki Kawamura and I'm coming to you, you're some rich guy who invests in movies, and I say I need twenty million bucks from you. You're not going to be the whole budget, but we need twenty million bucks. Mm-hmm. What are your questions? Oh, wait, so you're coming to me asking for twenty million? I am the producer. Yes. I'm trying to get money from people for the movie. Okay, you're like a company or an individual investor or something. Sure. Um. Well. Does the product, if you're trying to make a live action movie, I'm going to ask you, does the source material have, or has the source material proven to have an audience and to have made money? It does. 
it made three hundred and fifty million dollars of uh, of profit or of of revenue on on the on movie tickets. Okay, yeah. So if you're, I would I would ask that. I would ask who is involved in the project, and from what they're saying, it sounds like some very reputable sources. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I I think that it makes sense. Like as far as the source material is popular and is well done, the people that are making it are known for making good movies. So as long as, I mean, that, that, that equation should equal success. You know, it's kind of like what I was, it's like what I was talking to you about. Like now that I'm trying to like lose weight, it's, 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 that is math. It's like, if you eat this food and you do this exercise, you will lose weight. Unfortunately, making movies is not math. It's not, well, you have good source material and good people working on it doesn't always equal a good product. So, so now let's change roles. It should. You're the producer and I'm the investor. All right. So, uh, yo, man, I need some money. Let me get that paper. Is that how you address your potential investors? (laughs) I would say to you, how much money, how much risk is involved? Like, how have the other anime properties done? All right. Well, look, it's a valid question. If I'm investing $20 million in your movie and Mm -hmm. on an anime property. Right. And I, and I have a feeling that maybe the anime movies haven't done well. I'm going to ask you how much risk is associated with my project. Like what? What are the odds of the, what are the odds of me getting my money back? Fair question, right? Um, so that's the only question, what, really. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, yeah. As for an investor, that's all. They what should I would be say is, with. look, many anime properties have not done well when transitioned over to live action because they didn't have the right money behind them and they didn't have the right people behind them. So, if if as long as we have those in order, then I, I think we stand a chance. So, yeah. I'm looking up the highest grossing films in Japan of all time. Because the movie made $250 million in Japanese theaters. Mm-hmm. So you can make the case that because of that, surely Japan will go see the movie again in live action. They all love it. They all love it animated. Yeah. The question yeah. is, the movies that do well in Japan, are they doing well in Japan because they're animated or, or, or do the live action films do equally well? Is a question that that people should be asking. That's a good question. And I looked, and that's why I looked it up. Okay. So now I have to convert the damned exchange rate. So, for example, Spirited Away is listed as number one on here. Your name is number four, which is pretty damn impressive, actually. I thought your name was probably was going to be number one, but it's not. These are all time box offices, and and this is including live action. Yep. Is it, oh, Thirty. Wow. You, Spirited Away made thirty point eight billion yen. Now, now I'm going to convert that. Which is two hundred eighty million dollars, okay? And this is back in the day. That's two thousand one. Yeah. So Titanic, do we? I mean, do we count live action anime properties, or are we also counting live action non anime properties? Because Titanic is number two. Okay. I don't, right. know, I don't know why, but well, because it it's like one of the highest grossing films of all time. Yeah, but like, what does Japan care about Leonardo DiCaprio? Way back then in 2000, 1997. I guess he did. they did. Uh-huh. I don't know. Frozen Frozen is an anime movie. Your name's an anime movie. Um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is number five. Anime, anime. Bayside Shakedown. I don't know. What the heck is Bayside know, Shakedown? That's, that's a live action. Is that a Japanese movie? Mm, I think it's Chinese. No, I think it's Japanese. That one made uh, 17 billion yen, which was probably, which is, if I'm just, just estimating, about 120 million US dollars. And then Avatar, Ponyo, Last Samurai. So it has happened. It has happened. So I would say... That, so, now, the only Japanese movie that you mentioned in that entire top 
whatever list is that one is Bayside Shakedown. That's right. But this tremendous. will also not be a Japanese movie. Right. Right. Yes. Correct. I've never heard of Bayside Shakedown. Uh, neither have I. However, it looks like uh, it's a Japanese police drama slash comedy hmm. series. Wow. Originally broadcast in 97. Okay. And then they made it into a movie, I guess. So I'm going to be optimistic here for a minute. I'm going to say that because the movie made, because live action movies have done well in Japan, and you're talking about one of the hottest, most successful anime movies ever in Japan, mm-hmm. that you can extrapolate that a live action version of this movie will do it, will do well in Japan. Because of that, they can probably justify the budget. And because of, and because of, and if they have the budget, they can hire the right people. They can have the right promotions. They can have the right staff and it can be a good movie. They can do it. That's my optimism. I believe it's all about the money. Do you have the money? Well, it's about the money and it's about the, the people involved. Right. But you, but to get good people, you have to have money. Sure. Unless you find like that up and comer who hasn't proved themselves yet, but they're like a, like Millie Bobby Brown or whatever. Yeah. She's obviously great. And I'm sure they paid her almost nothing for stranger things. Mm-hmm. But five years from now, when she's done like another one more good thing, right. She's going to be, pay, she's going to be making big time bank because sure. she's proven. It's just like anything like athletes. They get paid nothing until they prove it. And then they get paid millions. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about it. You feeling good? Yeah, I think so. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it lives up to uh, what we're hoping. Trouble. Make it double. Double trouble. You haven't had one useful thing to say since you got here. That was a longer discussion than I intended, but I think it's important. So people seem to be panicking about anime strikes still. Mm. Last time we talked about it on the podcast, there was upheaval to a small degree. Yes. I, I yeah. And it's gonna be like that forever probably until people forget about it. But, but I, I want you to feel good because I wrote down a list of the companies that are simulcasting anime for the fall season for this fall season that yeah. starts this week, basically. Yes. And I want you to know that not many of the shows that anime strike carries are exclusive to anime strike. So most of them you can watch elsewhere. Oh, really? Here are the anime. The anime strike have has on its service. Boku okay. and, and a lot of them have this. This is almost on every service. Boku no Kano Joga. Majime Sugiru Show Bitchu na Ken. My girlfriend is Show Bitch. What a stupid name. I don't know what that is, but that's everywhere. Now, the two exclusives to Anime Strike that I that I think are exclusive because I did not see them on another services list is Just Because, which is one of Kimiko's shows, and Himoto Umaru-chan, which is a, a show that we won't, we're not even covering. And then they also have Hoseki no Kuni, uh, the, the Jewel Country, Shoujo Shumatsu Ryoko and UQ Holder Maho Sensei Negima Season Two, and then okay. on and then on Prime Video they have Inuyashiki, which I think one oh, of you is covering. Yeah, I am. So now that's so interesting. So Inuyashiki isn't on strike; it's actually just on Prime Video. Prime Video. Oh, all right. So unless you're like dying to watch just because and you refuse to, or Umaru-chan and you refuse to watch it on a streaming site, mm-hmm. you're you have really nothing to complain about. And your thing's going to fall on you. Oh no, the foam. It's Push the foam back up against the wall. If I ever can drill into the walls in this godforsaken place. Oh, we should, we should be good for like 10 more minutes. All right. So yeah, it's not so bad. Like those are the only two shows that are exclusive. Anime on demand has the same show bitch show that we just mentioned. They also have love live sunshine. They have, and Oh, they have just because even just because is not exclusive. I am wrong. Huh. Um, Tsuki pro the animation and two car. Wait, now what is anime on demand? 
That's another. I think it's a TV channel or something. I've never even. I think it's like a cable channel you pay for. I'm not oh, sure. All right. Well. Um, and then Crunchyroll has a bunch of these. And, yeah. and, and the reason why I bring this topic up is because I think people will like to know what's what's going to be on what service. You I know? Think, yeah, I think so too. It's so a good move. Crunchyroll has a lot. Okay. So they have, and Crunchyroll has by far the best shows. So as long as you have Crunchyroll, you're fine. They've got Sangatsu no Lion season two, uh, anime, anime Gataris, Black Clover, Code Realize, DS Irei, Gintama, Imoto Sai Ireba E. Juni Taisen, Kekai mm-hmm. Sensen Season 2, uh, Kino's Journey, Kono Hana Kiten, Love, Line, Love Live Sunshine, Mahot Sky no Yome, mm-hmm. Osake wa Fufu ni Natte Kara, Osomasu-san Season 2, which is a huge one, mm-hmm. Osama Game, which is the hideously violent one, which I think is going to get watched a lot, uh, Sengoku Night Blood, Shokugeki no Soma Season 3, and Idol Master. So that's a lot. Wow. It's yeah. a lot of shows. I mean, that's like half of them. And then Waka, Waka Neem, which is another big one. What the hell? I think is it's it? a foreign service. What are these people? It's a foreign <laughs> service, I think. They have Blend S, the girlfriend is show bitch anime again, Code Realize, Infinity Force, Osama Game, Shoujo Shumatsu Ryoko, and UQ Holder. So it looks like a lot of the shows, unless you're dealing with Crunchyroll, none of these channels or these services really have too many exclusives. So yeah. most of the good, most of the good stuff is on Crunchyroll. So if you have Crunchyroll, you should be good. Yeah. Which a lot of people do. And that's, I think people would, I mean, there are certainly shows that like, you know, for instance, the show we're reviewing today, um, it, that was only available on, um, anime strike. As far as I know, Bahamut Genesis, Bahamut Bahama Virgin, Virgin Soul was only on anime strike. Yeah. Huh. As, uh-huh. as far as I understand, I couldn't find it anywhere else. Well, I mean, except, you know, illegal sites, of course. Well, for the fall season, at least. There aren't too many. There are almost no exclusives. Yeah. Now that is now that assumes that you went and got it on some other. You had to pay for another service to watch that show. But but know. I think another big problem with with Anime Strike though is not just you know people get upset at the double paywall, which of course I'm upset at and is irritating. But also just the fact that it's not available outside of the U.S. So you know a large per- percentage of our listeners are obviously outside of the U.S. and to just simply you don't have a legal avenue of watching the show, which is irritating. I mean, I guess so. I'm, 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 I am the person that says, well, I, I'm the person that says, and no one, no one seemed, a lot of people seem to disagree with me, but my, my Mitsuki's opinions do not reflect the opinions of the Animatics yeah, they, Anonymous. Of course not. <laughs> and most people don't, don't agree with me, but my opinion is if you get Amazon prime, Mm-hmm. You will save more money than it costs you to get Anime Strike. In fact, Anime Anime Amazon Prime will pay for itself and 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 Anime Strike. Potentially, yeah. not only do you get bulk prices prices on everything mm-hmm. without having to have a Costco membership, but it's free shipping. It paid for itself for me in one in like one sitting. Yeah, but I mean, I but it's, it. it's still are, annoying I, that they're double paywalling you. I get it, but like I'm just saying that if you just buckle down and buy the Anime the Amazon Prime, you will make your money back. Right. It's like investing in, like like I bought that Nest thermostat. Mm-hmm. It was two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, but it's supposed to save me fifteen bucks a month in electricity. Mm. So if I just use it for two years, it pays for itself. Right. It's like buying solar. It's like buying a solar panel for panel for your house. Yeah. It sucks initially, but after two years, it costs you. You've made all your money back, and you're selling the electricity back to the to the electric company. Yeah, so that's you know fair. I mean? So I mean, I, I, but I don't want to have this conversation again. We've had it like four times. I just wanted people to know 
that there are options. There are options. And we're going to talk about more of those on the main topic. Sound good? Sounds good. I'm trying to quell the fears. Trying to calm Howdy, the hearts of our listeners. Yes. I seen you riding in on that dusty trail. Welcome to the good, the bad, and the moe. Good news, Kazuo. What's that? At the end of the season two of My Hero Academia, yes, they announced season three. That's right. A third season of, of Boku no Hero Academia has been has been announced, and um, it is coming. The manga of that show, of course, has been serialized since 2014. It has 15 manga volumes, and it has had two seasons of anime. The first season started in spring of 2016, and the second season started on April 1st, 2017. And I assume that you'll get the next one probably next spring. This is how you do... Is my guess. This is how you produce good shonen. Like, you do it a season at a time. You don't just have, like, the the shows that are just continually always running, and then the animators and production fall behind, and then they just got a bunch of crap. You know, I I really appreciate what My Hero Academia is doing as far as, like, coming out the season, waiting, another season. And And they seem to be putting them in the big seasons, too, which makes complete sense. Yes. For the bad this week, um, outspoken anime director Yutaka Yamamoto, otherwise known as Yamakan, whom a lot of people know because he did Wake Up Girls and some other stuff, and Kanagi, which is a huge hit, apologized for something he said on social media because he tends to put his foot in his mouth a lot, like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he posted an although this is really although what he said is really bad. Uh, he said he posted an apology on his blog after he was criticized because he tweeted that yep. People who watch anime past an appropriate age are mentally disabled. That's what he said. What? That's what he said. Hold on, wait. He's an anime People who watch creator. anime past, a, past an appropriate age are disabled, is what he said. <sighs> so he apologized for this, and he said in his apology that he had not should not have made a comparison to disabled people, but went on to say that people might refer to otaku as quote-unquote bird-brained Pavlov's dogs pigs or worms when they exhibit certain stereotypical <laughs> Look, behaviors. Look, I didn't mean to call you disabled, but you're a pig and a worm yeah. and a dog. He is so terrible. Like, and this guy has gone after other, like industry staffers and like animators and directors and stuff before and geez. he is a, just a jerk. Somebody's disabled. <laughs> and for the Moe, Japan's oldest shogi player stars in two separate Sangatsu no Lion commercials. Okay. So, Songatsu no Lion's 13th manga comes out next month, and Japan's oldest shogi player, uh, Hifumi Kato, who is 77 years old and has professionally played shogi for 60 years, wow, was in two commercials. Kato is the longest professional shogi, has the longest professional career, which started when he was 14, and he also ranks third in career wins with 1,324 wins. I'm amazed that they even keep that they even keep track of yeah, it. Yeah, I got well. Shogi's pretty pretty big in Japan. The, there are two ads. The first one is is um is the is, is Kato and Rei Kiriyama, um, and it compares the professional manga artist, uh, the the manga's protagonist to Kato's early career. So they're comparing the the, the star from the manga to young Kato, which is kind of cool. <laughs> and then the second commercial um, is the first Lion chapter, which shows Kato sitting down at a shogi board and only in reading a chapter of the manga instead of playing shogi. That's cool. 
Yeah. So if you want to find those commercials, they're on YouTube. You can go watch them. So I thought that was pretty neat. It was kind of just like an interesting little tidbit. Kind of remind, uh, though, the bad one that you said reminded me of, um, there's of a- Of me? No. Well, yes. No. There was a- I'll kill you. There's a, a kickboxer who I, maybe a mixed martial artist as well, who posted something to the effect, I don't know if you recall or if you saw it, but he posted something to the effect of like, you know, um, people that watch anime are all losers and girls will never like you and stuff like that. Did you see this tweet? Like a kickboxer was saying that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, what does he care? Well, it was funny though because like Funimation basically went in on him. Like they replied to his tweet with a gif of like Goku like cracking his knuckles and said, these hands are rated E for everyone. And like it was so everybody just kind of like shit on the guy afterwards because he was, you know, just being a dummy. A total dick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for the trivia, I don't know why people like have to hate on other people for no reason. Uh, they have too much free time, I guess. I think it's bad enough that like people your own age that, you know, look down on you for watching anime, but now, but now you have to have like people that are actually in the public eye making fun of you. Like that, that just makes everything if, worse. If someone is going to look down on you for something like watching anime, then really they're the ones that should be looked down on because they're so close minded that they can't see. Yeah, they need that. therapy for sure. Yeah. Um, so the trivia this week, the answer for the trivia was Boogie Pop Phantom. And the trivia is, of course, name the anime, name the studio Madhouse anime, which means that it's a bunch of anime that no one ever watched. Because Madhouse's <laughs> stuff never gets watched. The correct answers were very few and far between, which I expect because Boogie Pop Phantom is kind of a little bit old. Except the Boogie Pop Phantom is really distinct looking. Like, yeah. You can easily pick him out of a lineup or. Like, her. even if you haven't seen the show, like, you know that character. Absolutely. I, I would think. It, nothing else looks like that. Mm -hmm. Seven Star Seven, uh, Nelly1876, Chibi Rob, Kyojin13, Icy Rose, and Golden Jedi Link all answer the trivia correctly. And the winner for the week is Chibi Rob. Yeah. So good job. Good job, Chibi Good Rob. Good job, Chibi Rob. So yeah, um, Boogie Pop Phantom is a very convoluted show. It's very difficult to watch. I sort of actually don't recommend it. I think there are better things you could be watching. Well, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a classic. I hate watching a show and not understanding what, what's, what's happening. It's yeah. so frustrating. Uh, yeah, I know that feeling. All right, so the in-show weekly trivia question. Another synopsis for you. Our unlucky protagonist, Jin, uses the trunk of a sacred tree to carve a statue for a school project. When he takes it outside, to his surprise, it begins absorbing the surrounding earth and transforms into a girl. What is that anime? And when we come back, we will have that and also our main topic where we discuss some of the best anime on Netflix. I don't think I know the answer to that question. You should. Oh, man. All we'll right. see you in a minute. you anime addicts well it's your host mitsugi and it's time for your anime news break getting us started off today we have some news coming out of nintendo nintendo way far in advance is reminding people that its wii shop channel on the wii u console is going to be shut down on january 31st 2019 so they're giving you more than a year's worth of notice and they also mentioned that the wii points uh, that you would not be able to add Wii points beginning on March 27th, 2018. So people should be aware of that. Also, users will be able to download titles that have, that have already been purchased, and but this, this service is also going to be stopped at least at some point in the future, but they didn't say exactly when. So for those of you that own a Wii and have lots of digital content on it, 
Well, you should be aware of these changes that will be coming up, up in the next couple years. Next up, NPD, which is a company that compiles market data for market share usage for corporations and other businesses, has announced that they are going to be also, in the future, compiling book scan data for comic book stores. We're going to be clo working closely with some major retailers such as Diamond Comics in the coming years to try to flush out this area of the market in their reporting data. McLean, uh, the direct executive director of the NPD book business, says that they also plan to develop a new license reporting service that will allow many types of licenses and IP franchises to be tracked and trended in the book scan data. So for those of you that are interested in seeing what kinds of comic books and books in general are doing well in the U.S. market, well, NPD is on the task, and you'll be getting more of that in the future. Next up, Haikyuu, an anime that, well, particularly Kimiko loves, is going to be getting another concert orchestra run. It was announced on the Haikyuu website recently that the orchestra concert for Haikyuu is going to be getting a new run in Osaka in, in January and also in Tokyo in February. So these concerts are typically very popular and they include famous songs from the series and they also show various famous scenes from the anime property while the while the while the orchestra plays the music last year in 2017 the concert was held in tokyo in february and they offered tons of merchandise including badges clear files key holders uh, and tote bags etc so if you're in Japan, you, you, you will be able to attend these concerts if you get tickets, and there will be lots of fun merchandise for you to purchase while you're there. And lastly, uh, Atlas is added again. The video game company Atlas is raging about copyright and uh, intellectual property infringement. There is a development team on Patreon that is developing an emulator for PlayStation 3, and Atlas has requested that the that patreon take down the page for the emulator and also issued a cease and desist notice for the company that's making it the ps3 emulators it, quote is not infringing upon uh the copyrights for atlas but the but no version of the persona 5 game should be playable on that platform and the emulators developers are infringing upon the ip of atlas by making such games playable on their emulator Patreon refused to take down the page, stating that the page itself did not infringe on Atlas USA's copyrights. However, Atlas continues to fight with various parties about this issue, and they're probably right because they should emulators uh, that, that play titles of their games that are still generating revenue should not be allowed to exist. But, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how the world works these days. This was Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now let's get back to the podcast. Well, this is weird. What is? This random jlist.com tab opened on my computer out of nowhere. Really? That is weird. Think I was hacked? Well, uh, let's just take a look. Chiaki, I'm a little more focused on my computer security. Hey! Ooh, it's the 2018 Neko Atsume calendar. Um, look at all the cats. They're so cute. Man, whoever opened this has really good taste in calendars. Chiaki. This just happens to be the calendar I want. Did you... Did you know that ordering off jlist.com is a great way to get Christmas presents for friends? On anime podcasts? Would you like an anime calendar? 
What? Where would you ever get that idea? But I mean, head to JList.com for all your shopping needs and especially those needs for Christmas, because I think if you do, Santa will be good to everyone this year. We are back to the 390th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. So before we went on our news break, we asked you an in-show weekly trivia question. It was more of a name that anime. Uh, We read you the description and we want you to guess what show it is. The description is, our unlucky protagonist Jin uses the trunk of a sacred tree to carve a statue for a skull project. When he takes it outside, to his surprise, it begins absorbing the surrounding earth and transforms into a girl. And that show is Kanagi. I've never seen the show. Sorry, I was polishing off half of a sandwich. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I wonder how long my music's been playing. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, we're back, so we're glad to be here, and uh, I'm feeling a little bit refreshed. Yeah. You got your, eaten, got your sparkling eaten, water. I haven't eaten something solid. You got your sandwich. Oh, wow. I've never even heard this part of the song before, so it's been playing for a while. Oh, gosh. All right, so we're back. Um, you know... Someone on, I threw out, the people on Facebook and on Twitter are very reliable. When I say I need a topic for today, yes, they come to the, they, oh, come they, got, to the, they got topics. They come to the table. They got my, all kinds of topics. My only, my only regret is I can't do all of their suggestions. Mm. So I can only pick one, of course. But I had about 60, like 60 or so suggestions, which was oh, really wow. impressive. Jeez. And um, the suggestion that I decided to go for today is staying on, staying on the, Sort of current topic that we discussed during the uh, towards the beginning of the podcast, which was other, which was anime that are available on other services, and because people are very um, concerned about anime strike, and my mission today is to make you less concerned about it. Yes. He's li- here to ease your worries, to calm you into yeah. a sense of security. I want you to know that there's other places to get anime that you may even already have, and you just don't you just don't think about them. So we already discussed Crunchyroll. They're getting yes. like 20 or 25 anime this season. Yes. Which is a lot. 
And there's also Netflix and people overlook Netflix because they don't pick up new shows very often. Right. Yeah. I think, um, oh, you know what? I had the list pulled up of, yeah, actually, here we go. I still have it on my phone. Uh, last season. So the summer, is that summer? Yeah. Yeah. Summer, 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 summer season out of the nine shows that we passed. So we pass eight, we get the listener choice. Five of those are available on strike. Yep. Uh, that's actually a lot. Yeah. Two of them are on Funimation and Crunchyroll. And only one is on Netflix. So Netflix only picked up one of the nine shows that we are reviewing from the past season, which is not a lot, obviously. And yeah, but Strike surprisingly has five, which is nuts. So. So, but Netflix has a lot of shows that aren't aren't new. And they have a lot of good shows. A lot of classics. And the fact of the matter is that Netflix has a hundred plus million subscribers. So the chances are, if you're listening and if you're watching live or if you're listening at home, chances are many of you have Netflix. <clears throat> I don't think it's a stretch to say that that's probably true. And <clears throat> there are like a hundred shows on Netflix. And I know you haven't seen them all because I sure. haven't. Yeah. And I actually updated my, my, my anime list today. Oh yeah? Yeah. Ooh, how many anime have you watched? Completely completed. Uh-huh. I haven't put all of the hentai in there. <laughs> but there are hentai in my list that are, well, we watch hentai on the yeah. hentai episodes. So I've seen a bunch of them. Okay. Um, it was 541. Holy moly. Now I know there are people listening that have seen more than that, but I think 541 is more than I care to admit to most people. Well, now I only started fo- like doing the, my anime list when I started the podcast. So, okay. yeah. So I didn't add any older shows or anything like that. I just added shows that I've watched since I, I've come on the podcast and I am currently at 111. Hmm. One, one, one. Yep. So I haven't seen all of these. So I know you guys haven't seen them all. So you should take a look at Netflix and pick out something you haven't seen because they do have a lot of quality anime. And yeah, I know they're not the new with the new thing from the fall, mm-hmm. but like just because it's new doesn't mean it's better. It's true. In fact, many times I find that that is not the case. So I'm going to, I think we're just going to, we're going to talk about this. And I think by the end of the, the 30 minutes or so, you will find that there is indeed a lot of things on here that are quite awesome that you haven't seen and that even if like the show you wanted to see is on anime strike, there are other things you can use to fill your little, to fill your, to fill your little anime heart. Yes. I see you found, you found a, a website here. It's pretty interesting. It's anime on Netflix.com. Yeah. And it literally just has a list of all of the anime available on Netflix, which is pretty nuts. I didn't realize, I didn't realize there was so much. Yeah. They also have a, a tab on here called best anime shows, which I did not even look at. I just kind of made my own list based off of what they have. They are alphabetized. So I made, I made a top 10 list. And I want you to know that these are not in any order, specific mm, order. A top 10 list, my favorite. I also don't expect that just because it's on the list, of the, the top 10 shows that I have seen personally, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're necessarily the best because there are shows on here on there I haven't seen yet. Right. But here are, some of the, here are some of the best shows I've seen, and I think we should talk about them. Okay. The first one is Ajin. Yeah, Ajin, uh, pretty much exclusive to Netflix, right? That's uh, they've got a deal with the studio, and it's it's only airing on on Netflix in the states. So, and I think we both like that anime. Yeah, quite oh, a lot. Oh, definitely. Um, it's very um, sort of down to earth ish for an anime. It's violent. It looks good, even though it's CG. Well, it is CG, so yeah, but it looks to, damn. You have to ex- make sure people know that it because looks damn expensive. Yes, especially season two. It's very good CG. I mean, it is like this. It is CG, but man, does it move well? I yeah. mean, wow. And, so. and it's a really interesting story. I remember, um, for me, the only negative I really had, uh, was in the second season, I got kind of tired of the villain 
because he's yeah he's just old. yeah he's just he's one of those villains that can never lose and it's like come on this is getting ridiculous but like the action is is awesome the the characters are really interesting and it's it's well animated even though it's cg like it's 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 well put together it's not like that crappy cg that you see in like arslan senki when the whole army's like marching towards the city and it's like come on what is this copy paste crap so it's a, it's a solid show if you haven't seen it. Yeah. So that is, so that's, a, so Ajin's definitely a solid show. I, I liked both seasons. I, I think there will be a third season. I smell a third I'm season. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so that's on there. And I know a lot of people haven't seen that. And if, because it's CG, but you should give it, you should give it a chance. Uh, Attack on Titan is on Netflix. Oh. And, um, is it now? Most people know. have seen Attack on Titan, but if you haven't. Yeah. You should go check out Attack on Titan because a lot of people seem to like that show quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a major profit driver for anime for the anime industry, and it's just sitting there waiting for you to watch it. Yeah, like for real. The, yeah, it, I mean, it's I have I haven't uh, been up to speed with the second season. That's I think just maybe just finished airing. I'm not sure, but yeah, the first scene, season at the very least is, was very entertaining. I know you you didn't like certain parts of it because it dragged a bit. It gets slow. But, but I watched it back to back, like all the way through, you know, I, I think it could drag if you're watching it week to week, but I watched it just straight through Yeah. and I didn't, I didn't have any issues with it lagging. Um, I think it, I, I, I'm trying to remember how long the first season was. It was a full length season. Yeah. It was 26 or 24. Okay. But yeah, I don't re- remember just, you know, feeling like it was, it was taking too long, well, but, but it was, inter- it was entertaining and it was very interesting. It is entertaining. It has, it has a good atmosphere to it. My problem with Attack on Titan was that even though it's 26 episodes, not very much happens. Like if you think about the actual plot line, yeah. not much actually happens. Like mm-hmm. a lot happens in the beginning. Right. But inevitably not much happens as it keep as it rolls on. Yeah. I can see so, that. But it's still a good show. You should be watching. You should watch it. Um, Fate Zero is on there. Probably the best fate. Yeah. Yeah. Fate Zero or Fate Zero 2. I'm, I'm not sure if they're both on there. I assume they are. But Fate Zero is uh, gorgeous. Yeah. High, high energy. Definitely one of the better looking shows you'll see. Great music. Uh, a simple story. You know, you don't have to like worry about falling behind with the subtitles or whatever. Right. It's, it's simple. It's yeah. well known. So you'll be able to participate in conversations with your friends that like anime because chances are most people have seen it. True. Yeah. It's, it's just a fun show. I mean, I, I know there are huge fans of the Fate series. I'm not necessarily one of them, but I, I did enjoy Fate Zero. I know with the current Fate show that's airing, or uh, what's it called, um, Fate Apocrypha. I did not like that at all. <laughs> but, but yeah, Fate Zero was a lot of fun to watch. It was well animated. There was awesome fight scenes, and yeah, it's just a good time. A good, a good like a uh, Saturday morning chilling on the couch eating pizza <laughs> or yeah. something. Knights of Sidonia is on Netflix. It's also. Like Odd Gene, it's yep, another one of those produced CG. by Netflix partially. Yeah, Knights of Sidonia, um, a lot more cerebral, I think. Uh, yeah, it's very sci, it's very heavy sci-fi. Very heavy sci-fi, kind of maybe a little thriller, you know, kind of horror-ish. Yeah. Um, I I do remember though, I and and Knights of Sidonia is certainly older than Odd Gene. I remember the first season of Knights of Sidonia that I watched. I didn't really like the CG all that much. Yeah, it was early for that studio. It, yeah, it was early uh, for them, and so they probably weren't very well versed with how to use the the technology. But also with that show in general, the the it's a very um, 
uh, what's the word where it's like it's not uh, there's not a lot of color it's very like monochromatic it's, or something. yeah monochrome yeah it's yeah. it's yeah like everyone is the same kind of pale and the environments are pale and i mean gray. it's intentional but yeah it is intentional i just to me it, it it i get what they were trying to do it just i don't know it it, it kind of felt dull in okay. you know but but overall the show is good and um the second season is even better so yeah that's yeah, yeah. That, that definitely um that definitely worth watching at least if you're especially if you're a fan of sci-fi um little witch academia we just covered that on the podcast oh. and little witch academia's season full oh, yeah. season was uh, it was very cute yeah. A great anime to watch with your chill with your kids. Yeah, I never got to finish it. I only watched like the first few episodes, but which is I think it was one of my shows that I was supposed to review. Tisk tisk. Uh oh well, what can you do? But yeah, from what I did see, it was a lot of fun. And it's it's basically like a shonen show of like, you know, a kid going to school and making friends and getting, you know, better at witchcraft in this case, but with girl characters. Like it's interesting how but it's but it's not like a, a it's it's uh, like people would say the the female version of a shonen is a shojo and i would kind of disagree i think shojo has certain tropes that shonen does not and i feel like this falls more in line with shonen except it's with girl characters J- john combs on the chat says that he watched he's watching fate stay night so he can watch fate zero yeah and fate stay night he, was good too but i would say to him you don't really need to watch fate stay night to watch fate zero nah you don't need to not only is it basically the same story over again but there's very little connection yeah. Except for the fact that a couple characters are in both shows. Was Fate Stay Night the one who had uh, the writer who was like, uh, what was he, like Xerxes or something like that? And he transported people into the alternate dimension? Um, or was that Zero? Oh, man. I think that was Zero. I don't know. Okay. I can't remember. I can't, I can't, I can't keep him straight. Um, oh, the writer in Fate Zero was the big, like, um, barbarian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who rode the I, chariot. Yes. And he would teleport people into, like, a desert and then just have his army destroy them. Yeah. Um, that's, yes, that's that one. Okay. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that character. He didn't, he didn't look like Xerxes or whatever. I don't remember what he was, but yeah, that's, he was, uh, he was one of my favorite characters yeah, in the show. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, he had like the, he had like the chariot being pulled by the ox, by the oxen. Yes. Right. Um, let's see, what else? Mushishi. I'm gonna let you talk about this one because I, mean, I, I, I don't like, I don't like it. It's very, it's a very like, well, up in the thumbs falling. I'm being Just attacked. sign that thumb back up there against that wall. Yeah. So Mushishi, not the most like exciting anime, but it has, but it's little one shot stories are very well told mm-hmm. and they're very thoughtful and they're creative. And most aspects of that anime are spot on. Awesome. Yeah. It's just not paced super quick. No, it's, it's a very pretty show and it's also, it's, ple- it's, it's pleasant. So it's like, it's maybe something that I would recommend watching like an episode like if you know, Smell if you're a big doobie and then watch that. Yeah. Maybe like if you're just chilling out late at Slow night or something, down. you match the speed of the show. man. <laughs> it's, it's probably a good thing to watch like before you go to bed, but you certainly can't marathon that. I couldn't, at least I would lose my mind, but about one punch man. Can you marathon oh, that? Hell yeah, dude. Cause one punch man is on Netflix. One punch. Yep. <laughs> it's on there. Yeah. Dude, One Punch Man is a tr- is tremendous. It's and that's on Netflix too. That's awesome. It's on Netflix. Rurouni uh, R- Kenshin is on Netflix. And if you haven't watched that, there's a lot of episodes of Rurouni R- Kenshin. Oh yeah, to be seen. To be fair, I don't think I ever finished Rurouni Kenshin. I did, but everything after like the Kyoto arc is yeah. garbage. Shishio. Yeah, everything after Shishio is garbage. But still watched it. I don't know why. Yeah, I think I don't I, know why, but I did. I got to the end of the Shishio arc, and then that was it. <laughs> and then I stopped watching. Shishio is like an all time great villain, though. Yeah, he is 100%. awesome. 
Yeah, he's batshit crazy and very unique. I hear One Punch Man's getting another season, though, but it's done by a different studio. No, yeah, we'll see how that goes. How so that that'll goes. be interesting. I don't know why they would change the studio, but... Hmm, don't hmm. know. So maybe the original creator of the manga or whatever is having a pot of falling out with the studio. Who knows? Maybe. Madoka Magica. I haven't seen this anime, actually, but um, it's on Dude, my list. Dude, me neither. Too. Yeah. I know people love the hell out of it, though, so I, I know it's probably I top I feel 10. like everyone's seen it, <laughs> except, I, 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 I guess, yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, some things get, they fall, like, Madoka Magica was something we reviewed in the first, like, couple dozen episodes of this podcast. Yeah. Years and years and literally, like, a lifetime ago almost. And it feels like that sometimes. And, you know, sometimes they just slip through the cracks. And, um, but, yeah, a, a show that most people love. And then, of course, you rely on April. Which, which is, is, we all thought that was pretty much a masterpiece. The only show that all three hosts reviewing it gave a five to. Ever? Ever. Really? Yep. Well. But I think Chiaki and I both gave a five to Rakugo Shinju, maybe. I don't think so. Acor- now, this is according to Icy Rose and his uh, numbers that he put together. So Is Icy Rose trying to take over Ast- Astrophysics' job? I mean, look, if Astrophysics is not up to the task. Oh, my God. Then, Does he watch you know, Z in the chat? I don't know. He's been slipping. He's over here, you know, saving lives he's or doing whatever he's doing. girls and... <laughs> You know, stargazing. Yeah. Get your head out of the stars, man. You got. He's over here finding out the secrets to the universe. I mean, who needs? We don't need the secrets to the universe. We need someone that can tell us how many how many uh, five star reviews we gave on this podcast. Yeah. That's way more important. Get, get your life together. God, you sicken <laughs> what's, me. What's important here? You make me sick. <laughs> okay, so there are there. This website did put together um, what it thinks are the best anime on Netflix currently. Oh, okay. Um. So we'll see how how miserable this list is. All uh, right. The I'm going to pretend like it's a top 10 list and start at number 10. Number 10 is Kill a Kill, which I had on my list and then I moved it off or something else. Kill a Kill, I mean, everyone knows what Kill a Kill is. Yeah. But it's on Netflix. Incredibly popular show, but some people just really don't like it. I guess. um, It it, it was a little redeeming towards the end, but there's some weird things in Kill a Kill. Yeah, for sure. They've got Madoka on here. They've got Fate Zero on here. Gurren Lagann. Oh, nice. All so right. back coming from way back in 2007, yeah. but Gurren is not oh, 10 years old now. It's, that's such a sad thing. Dude, Gunslinger Girl? Holy cow. That's back in the day. Yeah. Um, number six on their list is Full Metal Alchemist, which I mean, we all know what that is. Um, Attack on Titan, Samurai Shampoo. Oh, is there actually a top 10 list? That I yeah, know? it's under oh, like best bad. anime. They, they, this is what they think are the best. Uh, it's pretty I'm just, much like, just looking the, at all their anime. It's like just the Shonen stuff. Basically. Oh, here we go. Samurai Shampoo is on here. So, I mean... That anime is was like Samurai Champloo was like back in the back in the tsunami days, you know? Or was that Adult Swim? I guess it was probably Adult Swim. Uh I think it was Adult Swim. Yeah. Hunter Hunter, which by the way, Kazuo wants to watch. I know. I haven't seen and it. He should. It seems so awesome. A hundred episodes. Good uh, God. Actually it's longer than that. I don't think they've included them all. Maybe they don't have all they the have seasons. the first five seasons, it looks like. Hunter Hunter has some awesome fight scenes in it. Uh Death Note is on Netflix. All right. So they've all they have the whole thing. So you could watch Death Note on there. And Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which hmm. I guess you guys like. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Um, and I, a lot of people, and, and I'm kind of like on the fence, but a lot of people definitely uh, thought it was better than the original Full Metal Alchemist series, which I, I can agree with. I mean, you know, I'm kind of like, they're, they're both tremendous shows, you know, so either way you can't lose, but that's cool. Awesome. There's, there's just a tremendous amount of stuff. Um, the best anime movies... The Madoka Magica movie is on there. 
They've got the Full Metal Alchemist movie, which I watched for the first time live at the premiere live at Otakon. Oh, the Sacred Star of Milos. Okay, it yeah. Was, it was okay. Pretty good. Um, the ble- uh, Bleach, the movie, Hellverse is on there. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, that's all they have listed. So maybe there aren't, maybe there aren't a tremendous amount of movies, but. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the point of all this is that you may not want to be watching the, the brand new hotness, right? Right. Because, but, but I mean, really though, unless it's like two or two shows, you're going to get them on Crunchyroll anyway. Yeah. I mean, I get wanting to keep up season to season because that's kind of what we do for the show, but there are plenty of shows that you probably missed throughout the years that you can also catch, um, you know, on Netflix, I guess at this point. Let me ask you a question. Yes. And be honest. Okay. Given that the, oh, here's a section for, I just got really distracted. Oh, it's not up to date. It was a section for future Netflix originals, but oh. it's not really up to date. So given that on honest assessment, yes, people are hit. People have already hit the panic button on anime strike. Okay. I think they hit the panic button the minute that service was rolled out. Yes, absolutely. But given that four, four or five times as many of the fall shows are on Crunchyroll as anime strike. And given that there's, I'm just going to say a hundred anime that are, hundred anime series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Are we hitting the panic button a little too? Are we mashing that button a little too early? I mean, is there enough anime elsewhere that we shouldn't be worrying so much about anime strike? There is enough anime elsewhere. The problem is, and the reason why people get upset or as you say, hit the panic button is because the specific anime that they want to watch may not be available elsewhere. But that has been disproven for the fall season. Yeah, for the most part. I only found one, and it was it was Umaru-chan. Well, and Just Because. No, um, Just Because was also on Crunchyroll. Oh. I believe. Oh, let me check that. I don't, don't think so, but... Just Because was on Anime On Demand. Oh, okay. Well, what the hell is that? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but it's something. I guess. It's something that probably doesn't have two paywalls. Yeah. But, know? so I don't know. I mean, I, I get it, you know... It, it look the the fact of the matter is I'm gonna read the chat and see how outraged people are. The, the fact of the matter is that there are plenty of shows for you to watch elsewhere without you know. But I definitely understand. Like I want to watch this specific show, and maybe anime on demand. I don't know what the hell that is, or if it's even available to everyone. But I'm, as, I'm looking this shit up, so I get it. Let's see what the hell this is. Anime that that being demand. said, I will say, if not for the podcast. I certainly would watch way more older anime than I watch new anime. Anime on Demand is a British-French website de- devoted to the streaming of anime legally in the United Kingdom and Ireland. Okay. Founded in, founded in April of 2011. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that's good if you're in the in the United Kingdom or Ireland. Well. But other <laughs> the rest of the world, not so much. So I, I, I get it. It sucks when you can't get the show that you want in a legal manner. It... it you know, and then you have to start asking yourself, well, look, if it's not available to me legally, do I find other methods? I mean, that's up to you. That's up to your conscience and what you're, what you feel is right. So I understand it. I, but like I was saying though, I will say if it not, if not for the podcast, I would watch way more older anime than I watch season to season. I would probably have a couple shows I watch each season and then the rest would be just stuff in my backlog that I've always wanted to watch and I just haven't had the time to. So, you know, it's up to you. Everybody's got different tastes, different opinions. Uh, different circumstances. So I don't know. I mean, we've had this conversation like at least two times before already. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably. 
I just think that, I mean, I, first of all, I think Amazon has a reason for the paywall. I think they're probably having to pet. They're probably having to go through an additional expense that they don't have to go through with prime video. And this, so they have to do that to make, to make a profit on it. I think that's probably true. I have no proof. If, yeah. you, if you read the 10 K report, I think the argument might be in there. might tell you why. I think the argument then is why even bother? Why are they even causing a ruckus? It's a corporation. Like why they buy whole foods? Yeah, I'll tell you why because they want to make automated grocery stores, which I think is awesome. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but 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 even then, people will be outraged. Yeah, because there won't be any grocery baggers anymore, hmm. and the people will be outraged because they're eliminating jobs. When my sister was a little kid, so everyone's everybody's going to be outraged about everything all the time for some reason. People well, people just love that. When my sister was a little kid, she uh, wanted to be a grocery bagger. Did she? Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> she yeah, for some reason she thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And, and when I was, and when I was a little kid, my best friend's sister wanted to be a, a sheep herder in Ireland. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. I mean, that's cool. Why, I mean, that actually sounds pretty peaceful to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not a bad way to live your life. So, Hey, I, you'd be able to watch uh, anime on demand. I, I just, as a person I, for me, cause you're in Ireland and it's available. Yeah, that's in Ireland. true. Yeah. Yeah. The five, right. the five anime they got this season <laughs> for me, I looked at the list on Crunchyroll. And I looked at the and I looked at what was on Netflix, and I didn't even look at Funimation to be honest, in all honesty. I know there's like a, a million more, but I looked at them. Uh, it's usually the same as what's on Crunchyroll, though. I, I, I that's fine. I, I looked at them, and I and I and I've seen full 541 shows to their completion, and there was a boatload of crap I haven't seen. Hmm. And it's like if I can look at this list and feel like I have more than enough animated to fill that need in my life then I find it hard to believe that nearly anybody listening to this podcast cannot have that same need filled with Crunchyroll and Netflix. It's just not, it's just not likely. Yeah. Unless you're just completely outraged because one anime, you can't watch it. Yeah. And in which case, it's not really worth like stressing yourself out over and wasting mental energy on. Are you really going to go on and on for days and weeks because you couldn't watch one show from the fall season just because? I don't think. Wait, hold on. You couldn't watch the show just because, just or you because, couldn't watch the show just, just because. because you couldn't watch it. You couldn't watch <laughs> just because, just because it's on Anime Strike. So I'm gonna go on strike. Well, remember, we're gonna watch anime. Again. I'm moving to Ireland. I'm gonna become a sheep herder, I and I'm gonna never, get anime on demand. I am never going to buy anything on the internet again. <laughs> okay, I'm just teasing now. But I, I no, I'm trying to make people feel better. I think right. I'm, I'm, I'm shifting. I hear back what you're into, saying. I'm shifting back into asshole mode, but no, no, no. I get it though. That's you know, and that's a good way to look at it. So I appreciate that. I mean, I can tell you right now that I haven't seen Madoka Magica. Right. But there probably are, there probably will be no shows from the fall season coming up that is better than Madoka Magica. I'm just guessing. So it's going to fill that void in my life better than anything from the fall season would. It just, I mean, anime is anime. Does it have to be the brand new hotness? Hmm. No. I, I don't think so. Yeah. I hear you. I think you're making a lot of sense. I appreciate this new positive outlook. I'm trying to be positive. I'm this trying is, uh, to deliver unto people a solution. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And I think the listeners do as well. Now I have anime. Now I have, now I have Amazon Prime, so I will, I could watch, but I don't, but I don't, so I don't subscribe to Anime Strike. Oh, I, I do. You have, you, 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 you have Strike? Yeah, yeah. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Come what on. What are we talking about? I have to. I have to crazy. review shows. Oh my goodness. Well, all right. Well, speaking of that, um, we have a show to review in the next segment. Yes. So do you want to sort of head, head mosey on over to that? 
All right, let's take a look here. Um, oh, well, before we get into that, we have a five-star review. No, you goof. Oh, we, we don't. We have a news break, break and then a five-star review. I forgot. I see the trivia here, too. Oh, so another in-show weekly trivia. Yeah. We're double-dipping. This one is This one is, um, This one one is. is not as easy. It's another name that anime. Yeah. So the story of a girl and the alien being she loves to hate, a bounty hunter... Uh, she, she takes a job to find out what has happened to the crew and cargo of a space station. So what is that anime? We'll tell you after the break. All right, stay tuned. Hey, all you anime addicts, I have returned. It is Mitsugi, and I'm back with more anime news. So getting us started off, King's Game, the Osama game that will be horrifically violent and starts on October 5th on ATX uh, at 11.30 p.m. in Japan, is now revealing various characters from the series. There have been a series of promotional videos released which introduce a total of 48 characters in the anime that also, and they also preview voice acting. So this anime, which will involve many students killing each other and themselves probably because the trailers for the game are horrifically violent, will have lots of characters to be killed, which is probably a good thing for those of you that are seeking out gratuitous violence. And next up, Crunchyroll has announced that it is adding Osomatsu-san Season 2, and it will also be adding Black Clover to its simulcasting this for this coming season. The Crunchyroll has announced that on October 2nd, they are going to be starting Osomatsu-san's second season, and on October 3rd, they will be starting Black Clover. So for those of you that have the, the Crunchyroll service and are fans of Osomatsu-san or Black Clover, you will be able to watch them on your service starting in early October. And next up, for those of you that are big fans of Toadu Majutsu no Index, or maybe even My Scientific Railgun, which is sort of a spin-off of that series, at a recent festival in Japan, it was announced that the Toadu Majutsu no Index, otherwise known as a certain magical index, light novel series is going to be getting a third anime season in 2018 which probably excites a lot of people because of its action-packed content the new anime series is going to be part of the 2018 nen toadu project which apparently is going to be taking place next year so for those of you that are fans of that series there's more of that coming and also the there has been another season announced for the tv anime b project koldo ambitious uh, B Project is a fictional idol project that was produced by Takanori Nishikawa. The project consists of three different groups, um, Kitakore, Thrive, and Moons. The first season was produced by A1 Pictures and aired in the summer of 2016. And there was a manga adaptation released in, in on May in 2016 also, and there was also a stage play held this past summer. But now there is going to be another anime property coming out in the future. So for, so for those of you that are fans of the fictional idol project, B Project, there will be more of that coming in the future as well. This was Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now it's time to get back to the podcast. Mm. 
Mitsugi, you'll never believe what happened at the bar the other day. This couple walked in. Uh-huh. And they pulled out their phone and started showing me pictures. And so they had this cucumber and they put it right up. Whoa, the- stop. Save it for the hentai episode. Oh, yeah, totally. Hey, Mitsugi. Yeah, Chiaki. Have you been keeping up with Persona 5? No, I fell behind, actually. Dude, the end of the game is completely insane. We have to talk about it, like, right now. Let's do it on the Hobby Addicts. Hey, you. Yeah, you, though, the listener. Want to know what we're talking about? Then go to aaapodcast.com slash join to get after parties, hentai episodes, and more. Yep, almost eight extra episodes of content a month for less than a dollar an episode. Go to aaapodcast.com slash join to become a true addict. Storytime with Chiaki. I was on a train in Korea once with one of my friends, and um, I get an itch in my nose, and I kind of, you know, rub my nose or whatever, and then I sneeze, and blood just goes everywhere, and we're in between stops, and I'm having, I'm holding my hands over my nose, and there's just blood dripping from my hands. What the it's hell? It's like you one of the worst nosebleeds I've ever shouldn't had. Shouldn't pick your nose so hard. And then it's like when we get to the stop, and we run out to the bathroom, and I like run in the bathroom, and there's blood all over me, and like all of the girls in the bathroom like flee and i i open up my hand and it's like a pool of blood in the sink and that story wasn't funny at all it was awful nobody will ever want to ride next to chiaki on the train again i always have a good story somewhere in me back to the show And we're back with the 390th episode of Amex and Animatics on this podcast. Yeah. Here on WTRLQ, Smooth Jazz, we're bringing you in with the sweet sounds of Kenny G on the sax. Dude, when I was in high school on a summer vacation, my grandfather, who was semi-retired at the time, was doing like a security guard work for the community that he lived in. Mm -hmm. And he would drive around at night in a truck and just like whatever smooth jazz and i and he would work overnight yeah and so i went with I him one did. night I bet he did. and the whole time he was listening to smooth jazz and i was like this is how do you stay awake for this a man sometimes a man goes to work in the day and he he keeps working all through the night <laughs> what oh you know all right welcome back to the podcast <laughs> well we had an intro weekly trivia question we sure did and the 15th caller will get this we'll get a prize <laughs> 15th caller. The question was the story of a girl and the alien being she loves to hate, a bounty hunter. Yeah. She takes a job to find out what has happened to the crew and cargo of a space station. 15th caller, you're, you are now live on WTOLQ, the smooth jazz radio. 15th caller, we don't even have 15 listeners. Oh, yes, this is the 15th caller. Uh, I'm so excited to be on. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> I'm just joking. You just burned that. Uh, 15. Bo- this we, there are forty there are, there are forty people watching right now. So, <laughs> so the answer is uh, uh Iria Iria Zerum Zerum the animation. What yeah. the hell is that? Look up Iria. She's smoking hot. Oh, and well, well, you well. know what Iria is? How I t- I've talked about this show like at least six hundred times. I know. I don't listen to you. What? Well, oh, Iria is, I remember she's her. She's banging hot and awesome. All right, and not cliche at all, which That's is fair. so cool. That's fair. All right, we, also had a, we also had a five-star review. Ooh. Uh, thank you to everybody who submits five-star reviews. I don't think you realize how important they are because when people are, fi- are flipping through the listings on iTunes or in whatever to find an, an anime podcast to watch, they, they come to ours and they say, 
Well, actually, this is how it goes. Okay. They go, oh, here's a podcast first on the list. Oh, it hasn't put up, it hasn't posted anything in eight years. Here's a podcast second on the list. Oh, they haven't posted anything in 15 years. Right. Oh, here's a podcast third on the list. Oh, it only has 12 reviews. Right. Oh, but here's a podcast. Oh, Animax Anonymous. They post every week. 345 reviews. I'm checking that one out. And it's your reviews that get that keep the podcast churning. Yes. You get people to listen to us and then they stop listening to us because we suck. Yeah, that's right. So but, but at least they will, start. But like at least one out of forty or fifty will stay. Yes. And, and after and then, years and years, which has been eight years, eventually you have right. enough listeners to feel happy. Right. We eventually beat them into submission and they stay around. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> the five star review is from Ishigaki Yu. Who writes, highly recommended. After listening to a variety of different anime podcasts, I would put this one at the top. They have over two, have over 350 episodes, and it shows in how well-maintained and organized it is. The hosts are great and reflect a variety of different views, although I seldomly agree with Mitsugi. Ha! Everybody says that. <laughs> it is refreshing to have someone who speaks their mind, and I, ha-ha, and I certainly appreciate the hard work he puts into the podcast, anime podcast, come and go, but this one looks like it's here to stay. Well... We are on like the eighth year. Yeah. I feel like at this point we have an obligation. 10 more years of this and then somebody will need to give us a lifetime, a lifetime achievement award. And that is actually not even sarcasm. Yeah. That is legit. Are we the longest running anime podcast? Um, not by, not by years, but by By episodes, not by episodes either. Oh crap. No. All right. Well, we just suck basically is what you're saying. Yeah. I I mean, we're not either, but we have the most five star reviews. We have the most reviews period on iTunes. Of any anime podcast? Yep. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, we're actually, we passed the, we, we became number one a long time ago and have continued to climb. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. So, but that doesn't mean you should, you should keep submitting them because yes. I would like to have, let's just say I want to have 450 reviews before we have 450 episodes. Oh, that would be sick. A review for each episode is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that would be, or yeah, that would be sick. So keep it coming. All right. Cosmo. Yes. This is your anime. It is. So why don't you lead us off? So today we're going to be doing a review of Rage of Bahamut Virgin Soul. AKA Shingeki no Bahamut Gen or not Genesis. Oh my God. Shingeki no Bahamut Virgin Soul. Um, so this is the second season of a show that came out three years ago in mm, 2014. That feels right. Yeah. Um, uh, the first season was uh, Rage of Bahamut Genesis, which was based off of a card game. I think it's like an online card game. And Psy games or something. And yes. And if you go, if you go back in time with me, let's all, let's all, let's travel back a couple of years when a young man by the name of Kazuo picked this show to review. Yeah. And no one had faith in him. No one believed. No one Everyone doubted. They all were like, ha Kazuo, you silly goose. No anime based on card games are never good. This is going to suck. Well, I'm here to tell you that the first season of this show did not suck. And the second season, did not suck. Second season of this show, doesn't completely suck. Yeah, we'll talk about that now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this, this show takes place 10 years after the ending of the first season. I will say, though, if you haven't seen the first season, you can actually kind of need to watch it. Well, not entirely. Like, you can, like, read a synopsis. and No, go, but, I mean, you should be. You should watch yes, it. Yes, yes. it's good. You should watch it because it's really good. But you don't have to to understand what's going on in this show. As a matter of fact, uh, I watched this show uh, almost entirely with a bunch of the listeners over in our Discord chat. And, um, uh, at one point, uh, Ichigo Fields jumped in like in episode, thir- I love her. Yeah. in like episode 13, 
and she hadn't seen any of it at all and it wasn't very familiar with the series. Hey girl. And oh gosh, relax. And so so she jumped in on episode like 13. Don't, I think she's married anyway. Yeah, uh no. But Oh, hey girl. Well, look. This is the, <laughs> This is not love line. Hey, you okay? know what? You mind your own business. I'll mind my business, you mind your business. All right. So, anyway, she was able to jump in midway through this show and still kind of understand what's going on like you know you, you have to explain a couple of quick things be like okay this is who this is and this is who this well, is it's not that deep but yeah it's, it's it's one of those shows that you can just jump in and enjoy um the i guess well you know what let's let's uh let's hit you with a little we don't need that damn synopsis summary well no, uh, so no we more. need some information they need to know what the show's about <laughs> it's it's about not much we can summarize it very easily okay go ahead then okay i will a young girl named Nina yes. comes to a big city from her small village that's in the rural suburbs of whatever planet they're on. Mm-hmm. She is a dragon folk. Yes. Half dragon folk. Half dragon folk, which means that she can't half dragon, half human, half dragon folk, half human, which means that she can become a dragon. Yes. The only problem is that she doesn't quite have control of her powers. And in a very anime way, she has, um, and I'm going to make another comment about this later. Okay. She can only become a dragon um spontaneously when she becomes aroused for lack of a better word sexually aroused <laughs> by a man that is but normally it's just she's embarrassed or something by yeah him, by him being around it's not like she's actually having sex it's it's a, it's sort of cute and innocent actually the way that they play it off mm-hmm. amongst this city and in this world at this time human beings have risen to power by the by utilizing ancient relics that are like thousands of years old that have allowed them to subjugate the demons, which, yes. which were a huge force in the first anime. And rebuke the gods. And re, and yeah, and rebuke the gods, even though the gods definitely seem a little more um, able to hold their own than the demons. For sure. They are, even the gods ha, are struggling with the, with the humans. Yes. And amongst all of that, there is a king named King Char, Charlios, Sh- Charlies or something, the 18th, who has, who is a stone cold badass who is determined to, in the beginning of the show, it seems that he wants to do control everything. Yeah. Basically. He wants the humans to rise to power. They're the, the, they're the, the pure breed or species or whatever. And he wants to destroy all the demons and angels and all that stuff. Meanwhile, Nina comes to the big city and she's just having a fun time being a cute little, I think she's 16, 16 year old girl and finds jobs mostly doing like hard labor because she's really strong. Yeah. And running around, having a fun time, me blushing at every cute guy she sees, like mm-hmm. a super horned up girl, like she kind of is. Yeah, yeah. And um, and she's very cute. And then uh, hijinks ensue, and you see, and you and you run across characters from the from the original series, right? And slowly the the plot unfolds. Wow, that's a uh, that was great. Much better than this crap you read on my anime uh, list. All right, all right, all right, all right. People <laughs> can't even like grammatically spell things correctly. Yeah. So yeah, so that's pretty much that set up the sets up the the premise of the show itself. Yep. I'd say um, that's about the first ten episodes. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, most of the first ten episodes is sort of getting to know the characters. Nina mostly, her right? Jinx. Well, yeah, Nina meets a demon uh, named Azazel. Oh, I who, forgot about him. Yeah, uh, who is in the city, and as we mentioned before, demons are uh, treated as slaves, basically. Yep. Um, and uh, killed if they try to, um, you know. C- uh, uprise at all they call him the rag demon i yes. think it's because he wears like lots of cloth on him he, yeah he well because he wants to maintain like his anonymity so he wraps himself up in like cloth as he goes and fights the humans at night and saves demons from being tortured and mistreated so nina meets him and 
uh, he ends up discovering her ability to turn into a dragon. And then he wants to recruit her to assist him in yeah. taking over and, 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 you know, freeing the, the demons and, and, t and destroying the, the king. The problem is that Nina can't, can't voluntarily transform. Right. So she's not that useful. Yes. She's exactly. very powerful. I'm all, well, and actually she's strong, but she's not skilled at fighting. Mm -hmm. So she could like punch a dude and kill him probably, but she's not really, but against another like warrior, she's up and here comes the thing again. on top ah, of you. This Let's push it back. Push it back it's going to keep falling. It will. I know, but it's only fallen twice. Yeah. Oh, you're knocking it down. Okay. If it wants to come, come down, it's coming down. I, eventually I will buy this place. Eventually. Although it's sounding like one I, day, although it's sounding like I will have one to, day, I'm going to own this whole condo. Well, it's sounding more like I might have to buy it in cash. Oh, which geez. will be interesting. So I might have to sell my body. Well, which it's, it's looking pretty good. I these know days. about 600 Filipino people that are willing to, <laughs> well, the, the 600 Filipino girls on our, on our Facebook group, <laughs> there's not 600. They, they're free. They don't have to pay. They don't have to pay me. Mm. So anyway, so, and Nina doesn't have to pay me cause she's, she's pretty, she's a good looking anime character mm -hmm. I'll say. And she's young, but she's not like, like the kind of young that makes you like squirm and feel awkward. Right. So, so she's a little, she's not, you know what? And it's refreshing cause she's not even sexualized really. Like, yeah, when she turns back into a human from being a demon, from being a dragon, she's naked, but it's usually not emphasized. Right. So it's pretty good. This anime is quite, is quite good. Um, the, the, one of my favorite things about the show is the setting. Like the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the world, not, not even the world necessarily, but just the city that they're in. They'll okay. show you like the, they'll show you a shot of the city from way above. And there's like, there's this like river or this body of water that is being held back by this wall. And then on the other side of the wall is all the city. And it's very interesting how they've designed the city. Like mm -hmm. you can tell that someone spent a great deal of time, probably the, it's not even based on a manga. The studio spent a great deal of time designing the city. And a great deal of money. And, and a great deal of money because the anime looks really good. Yeah. It's insane how good it looks at times. And I love that. And I love, and it, it, you wouldn't think of, you wouldn't think this, but when you when when the bulk of the anime, especially the first half, takes place running around the streets of the city, it's very nice when you have that overview of what the city looks like from above because mm -hmm. it, it really enriches the right. setting. And they do that in like other shows too, like Attack on Titan did it quite well. Yeah, but not a lot of shows do that. Like they'll just put you in the city. You know, you don't you never really get a feel for what the geography around it looks like, and it's mm -hmm. very nice. Yeah, and and in addition to that, what we just touched on about it being very well animated. I mean. Uh, as I was watching it with, with the listeners, like there were moments where we were like, holy crap, this is like, like this is the the quality of like an expensive anime movie. Like some of the moments that they would have as far as like the, the way it was animated and the artwork. Easy. I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Dude. Expensive anime movie. There were some moments in there that like, holy crap, this looks good. There and, are moments, but yeah, no, I'm not, yeah, obviously I'm not saying the whole thing. There were, there were also moments with like CG giant soldiers that I was like, Oh God, that looks bad. But like there were, it was shocking at times, especially early on in the show where, you know, some of the, just some of the, like when, when a character would speak to another character and they would like zoom in on their face, just the animation of their mouth moving is like, they, they didn't need to do that. And, and they did. And then some of the, some of the, the shots of like certain like scenery and things like that, that were just very well drawn. So I, I think the show was certainly above average as far as animation and art style. I, w I agree with that. Yeah. And the character design too. Yeah. So the story sort of, 
it, it, it unfolds very slowly and, but at least initially in the show, it's satisfying enough that it doesn't need much more than just the basic characters and the basic yeah. premise. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a complicated story. Like, no. uh, you know, it, 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 at least from the beginning, it seems just like, okay, here's a, and, and like a reluctant hero and she's going to end up going up against the big bad, bad king and saving the day and freeing the slaves and everybody's going to well, live she, happily. She, up she's actually not so reluctant. She's pretty. Yeah, she's I pretty guess. I guess reluctance is not the word. I guess the word is uh, like unassuming, or maybe she's you know because she's just like a kid having a good time, and then she gets like wrapped up in this whole situation. So that's that's kind of how it how it starts. It does change a bit, a little over halfway through the show, and I think that's where a lot of people found fault with it and had issues. But you know, up to just past the halfway point, it was a pretty straightforward and very well done show. And then there were some issues. So I don't know if you want to get into those issues. First of all, I'm talking about the demon girls. Oh, God. And actually, Cerberus, Nina, Nina too. Actually, no, Nina does not quite fall into my wheelhouse. Like, she's attractive. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm all in on Nina. Like, she's good. But she's not, she doesn't have the physical characteristics of a demon girl. No, well, she's not a demon. Well, she actually is. Well, I think she's they a refer, hu- human. They, refer, they refer to her as a demon, though, a couple of times. Azazel does. Yeah, maybe just because. I mean, if he, you. It, but in she's this, human me, and dragon. Let me ask you a question. Yes. In this anime, you've got humans, you got demons, you got angels. She she can turn into a dragon. So in my book, if I had to put her in one of those categories, she's mm-hmm. a demon. Okay. So here's my thing. Dragon folk are human looking creatures that turn into dragons. Yeah, yes. She is half dragon folk and half human. So mm-hmm. she's almost completely human just with the ability to turn into a dragon. She's a hafu. Yeah. Very, I shouldn't say that. Not nice. I mean, I don't think it's that bad. It is in Japan. Oh, well, we're not in Japan. So there. No, we're not. But there may be one Japanese person listening to this that is offended. And I'm sorry. Oh, well. Anyways, I don't know. Probably I would, not. I would say she's she's a human dragon creature. I don't think she's a demon or an angel or any of that. Okay. Well, regardless, that's Didn't the it? problem. Yeah. She's not. She doesn't have the physical characteristics of a demon girl. But there are some... Except for those episodes later on where she had the disguise on, the blue hair. Maybe and she the looked horns. like a demon. Oh, I was all in that <laughs> she, episode. But yeah, there are some demon girls in this show. And actually, the angel girls too are, are, are at times pretty good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. There's the one angel with the ridiculously big boobs. Yeah. Um, that every time they show her, they just zoom in on the boobs. But for me, it's Cerberus. That's that's oh, what I want. Well, yeah, she's adorable. She, Cerberus is the shit. She's like a, she's like a demon girl with like with like dog ears and she's got like her hands are also like little, little puppies, little puppies. Oh, so cute. I'm all in on Cerberus. All right. Well, and um, all the other demon girls at that like cabaret club or whatever it was too. One of them was like a, yeah, like a snake girl or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't anyway, paying that close attention to, uh, I was, <laughs> I was asleep and then I was awake. Oh, I was like, Oh, demon girls. What, what, huh? where? So anyway, <laughs> Before yeah. we went off on that tangent, what were we talking about? Well, the, the show is a little shallow. Um, and so it's it's difficult to talk about the the big details of the show without sort of getting into yeah. spoilers. It's not, a, complica- it's, it's, it's it's not a complicated or convoluted show. It's very straightforward. Here are the very. heroes. Here are the bad guys. And then, you know, which is fine. It works. And it worked for the first season because the first season was also very straightforward. Here's your good guys. Here's your bad guys. Um, you know, but I think, I think the problem with this show was... You know, it, and really the only problem it was it, it was in the storytelling and specifically in how they developed certain characters. They screwed up in a couple spots and they made some very they made some mistakes that could easily be remedied. But because of those mistakes, it just it domino affected the rest of the show and kind of 
it, it kind of went downhill from there. I feel like there are a lot of shows out there that have the same level of simplicity yeah. in the story, but they don't execute like this show does. That's what makes this show better than other shows. It's, it's the same thing that makes Cowboy Bebop a beloved show. Mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, maybe even a simpler story than this one. Like, what is the story of Cowboy Bebop? Do you even know? It's uh, it's bounty hunters. Uh, oh, exactly. And, like uh, every other anime. People getting, like, revenge on other people and uh, stuff. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen Cowboy Bebop from, from start to finish, like, 11 times. Yeah. And I don't, I can't really give you a good s- synopsis. Yeah. It's... But the execution is flawless. This anime is just like that. The story is, oh, we're going to fight, basically. Right. But the execution well, yeah, is flawless. Yeah, the story flawless. is good guys, bad guys, and that's it. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. And so, which is, a, which is a proving of the fact that sometimes all you need is amazing execution. Mm-hmm. And they nailed it. For the most For part. For the most part. I will tell you, in watching this show, it was, it was, it was very interesting to watch it with other people because... Literally, like, so up until I want to say episode maybe 17, 15, 16, 17, somewhere around there, we were all so high on this show. We we're like, this is awesome. I love this show. This is a tremendous show. I'm having such a good time. And then at a, in a split moment, all of us went from this is the best thing I've seen in some time to what is this garbage? This is so stupid. I am angry. <laughs> like, literally in, yeah. in a split second. Do, do I need to play the spoiler drop? Um, I mean, because I, I don't know what else to say about yeah, it. Yeah, I would the fact say that, like you I, know. I would say before we get into spoilers, um, because because I'm sure people will tune out because they don't want it to be spoiled. Definitely watch the first season. The second season's really good up until just past the halfway point, and then, it, it, but it's I think it's still worth watching. So if you haven't, check it out. Now spoilers. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So it's a damn good movie. About episode 15 to 17, the king, the human king, Sharios, or whatever his name is, uh, who up to this point has been a despicable evil monster who has tortured and killed. I like him like that. Like just a horrible person who has done terrible things to these to the demons and to other humans who have like, you know, said anything against him. Just a bad this it's just a bad guy. And around episode 15 or 16 or 17, uh he ends up Nina ends up falling in love with him. Because he goes around the city dressed up in a disguise, which is the most obvious disguise of all time. Um I didn't think so. No? Nope. Oh. I didn't know that that was I him. mean, I it, it was to me it was obvious, but I guess not to everybody. But and he ends up running into Nina and she ends up falling in love with him. And the show tries to then pivot and paint him as some kind of redeemable character, like saying like, oh, he doesn't want to do all these horrible things. Well, he does because he chooses to do them with no, no one's, no one's forcing him to do any of this. Like he's, he's of his own initiative going off and torturing demons and killing babies and whatnot like he doesn't have to do that at all like not even to accomplish his goal because what they do is they try to say oh well his he's trying to reach this goal and the only way to do it is by doing these terrible things but it's definitely not at all like he like and and that's where the show could have fixed itself is like they just if they hadn't painted him as such an irredeemable character from the start if they had just said you know what he is kind of a ruthless king but maybe like leave a hint of you know he's not the you know not Satan, you know, but they didn't, they painted him to be this horrible, evil person. Yeah. And then when you flip that, 
it's unbelievable. You can't believe it, and yeah. it ruins the show. He's 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 a he's a terrible person. Um, li- further than just episode fifteen, though. Well, he remains a terrible person, yeah, throughout the rest of the show. But the show continues to try to like give a glimmer of oh, but he's not that bad. I'm gonna defend the king a little bit. I mean, he he's basically hiding his true intentions because he has a very specific goal. Yeah. Well, we can spoil it now because we're in the spoiler. Well, section. I don't need. I don't. I don't think I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm try. I won't spoil things when when when, when I don't need to. Okay. But his ultimate goal requires him to manipulate people. Sure. And requires him to do to act in a, in a certain way, which includes manipulating the hell out of Nina. Right. The problem with Nina is that she's dumb. Oh my god! Very incredibly dumb. dumb. She's very dumb, and she is so. And because of that, she's extremely easily manipulated. And my biggest problems were actually with Nina, not and not mm. so much with the king. Okay. Well, my problem is with their relationship. But go on. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there were some scenes with Nina later on that I thought were good, like like when like when she's at the ball, and then all the women are sort of. Um, kneeling, ho- ho- hoping that the king will ask them to dance. Yeah, and she just walks right up to him. And, and I actually thought that that was a sort of like a, a, a comment, a commentary on gender identities, because like you've got all these women that are basically like bowing to the king. Yeah. And then Nina goes right up to the front of the of the steps, and she asks him to dance. Right. Which is a complete re- role reversal of power for the in, in gender. Yeah, but then and she becomes a completely useless. Well, yeah, they they backpedal on it. Yeah, hard. hard and she yeah. becomes like a like a it, just like the one of the like just a horrible representation well, of women in anime. I mean, she like, falls in love with. She them. becomes uh, like what's the term like? So if a guy was falling like that for a girl, he would be pussy whipped. So what is that for a girl? Penis whipped. I never have heard that. Yes. Well, you never heard pussy whip before? No, I have heard pussy whip. Oh, I'm just, that, that, I don't think that term exists for women because yeah. pussy whipped is a is a term that only exists because men are supposed to be like like over, she like over dominating women or whatever. she forsakes everything just because she's hopelessly in love with oh, this. She's in love with with, him. with I don't Hitler. Know. With Hitler. I mean, basically, is it genocide and you know? So she's dumb. Um, the the other problem I, I that I did not like that suddenly she's able to control her dragon power. Yeah. I thought that was very convenient. Well, it's because she found out what love feels like. But it's stupid. That's stupid, and it's convenient. And they did it because the end of the show works because she could control it all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, well, Nina was an interesting character because she couldn't control her dragon power and you never knew when she was going to go off and burn half a city down. Right. Or, and, and, and you, um, you never knew when she was going to like be blushy and cute and run away from guys cause she didn't want to transform. It, it ruined her character. It took away the one aspect of her character that made her super unique, which was she turns into a dragon whenever she, and she can't control it. Yeah. Suddenly she just becomes a dumb girl with, with super strength that is in love. Yeah. And it really dilutes her character down. Um, I did not like that a whole lot. Now, mm. some of the characters in the show are fine. Kaiser is just like Kaiser always was yes. in the first season. He wants to protect and save everybody. Yeah. He, yeah. Favaro is the exact same, except Favaro is not in the show enough. No, he's, yeah. He doesn't appear until, God, I don't know, over halfway through, I think. Favaro is mm. like, a, Favaro is like Spike Spiegel. We're yeah. talking about this. He's yeah, yeah. very similar to Spike, except in some ways cooler and more likable yeah. than Spike is. Cause Spike is, has no personality at all. Right, right. And Favreau is like, every time he's, every time he, I, I actually had this thought, I said, every time that I'm like, well, every time Favreau is in the, in the scene, the mm-hmm. scene is better. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and then he's not in it. And I'm like, it's like Joan of, we're back to Joan of Arc or whatever. And I'm like, well, Je- Jeanne d'Arc is cool, but 
she doesn't have like personality. She doesn't have that, that she doesn't have the it factor. Right. You know? And so he wasn't in the show enough. Um, but most of the characters from the first season were just like they were before. Dude, Rita, the zombie girl. She's awesome. She didn't have much. She was awesome. She didn't have much of a role in the show, but I mean, yeah, she's fine. And like the, the, the drunken God guy that has the Bacchus, Bacchus, he's fine. It's the new characters that didn't quite measure up. And actually the King I thought was fine. I was okay with him as a character. I mean, I I just, what they did with him was didn't make any sense. And it, it, I just wonder if angered me as I was watching it. I just wonder if you had known what his true goals were from the beginning, if you would have been okay with it, because I think that like he looks no, because he looks hideously evil for yeah. manipulating and killing and everything. No, look, it's it's not the manipulation. The manipulation is what I would understand if that was it. But what what the problem was is that they made him into a genocidal maniac that he was murdering babies just because they were demons. So which had nothing to do with him achieving his goal. At no point in achieving his goal did he have to kill baby demons. You know, if in in fact. He well, didn't that's have, probably true. But I mean, like, he didn't have really, to, he, there's no reason to kill babies. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I'm saying is that if they had just made slight adjustments to him early on in the show to be like, look, he is manipulative and he's kind of a dick, but he's not a, a savage genocidal maniac who wants to kill everyone who's not human. Like it, that's that's where and it was completely unnecessary. Like the whole what, what did he need in order to accomplish his goal? What he already had power. He, he needed Nina is what he needed. Yeah, but he already had what he needed, which was like those jewels or whatever. No, but he needed Nina. We're going to get to that. Well, okay, yeah, at the, the very end. The, yeah, we're going to spoil the very ending, but like he needed Nina. Yeah, well, he didn't know that. And though. so that's probably why he's walking around town in, in a disguise. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing is just to get her to fall in love with it. Yeah. If she wasn't so easily manipulated, the plan won't work. Well, I mean, so it was a good it, thing she's done. Uh, it would The same thing would have happened. He just probably would have died. Like it would have, the, the, they would have achieved the same goal, I believe. Cause we'll, she, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the point certain, is that certain characters were not so good. Yeah. The problem with me was that, as I said, they, they screwed up his character. They mixed, they messed it up and it's an easy fix, but they, it, but when you make that mistake, it just, it takes you out of it hard. And also they turn Nina into just a whiny little hopeless, not whiny, but like a, like she was just a, just weak and and pitiful you know it, it just and it and it really upset me it, it, at the end it kind of brought it around a bit because there was there's a, there was some justification at the, at the very end um which did like i i didn't i didn't conclude the show angry i got angry yeah. for a few episodes and then i was like all right well you know she's making these stupid mistakes because she is dumb and she is a, a teenager and she's in love so i can understand that she would make horrible choices some other things i didn't like um well i mean just to wrap up that point, I thought the show slowed down tremendously when they got to the love aspect of it. Yeah. We had like the Aladdin scene where they're flying over the city at, the, at night. And yeah, that was all whatever. They, you could tell they desperately wanted to make this seem like a Disney princess thing. Even the ending theme was Cinderella. Hard. Yeah, they tried. <laughs> but um, the it slowed down tremendously. Also, Magudo, the boy angel who yeah. has to have all this power. He just gets like killed randomly. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he died so quickly right. that I, I, I think I like was making a sandwich or something while I was playing. Yeah, and you're like, wait, and what? I came back and he was dead, and I'm like, I'm like what? I'm like what? Yeah, it happened like before the credits rolled. Yeah, there well, was no like no scene to be had. Right. He just gets like shanked in the stomach. Right. And I'm like, well, they spent an awful lot of time on this character, mm-hmm. only to completely abandon him. 
Right. And so, I just didn't get that. Well, okay, but his death was the catalyst to the angels and demons all coming together and fighting the humans. So like, it ha- and yeah, literally. So yeah, well, because he, he died. Yeah, and because his mother was Joan of Arc. I'll find and, a different way to do it. And his and his basically his adopted father was Azazel. You know, I get that, but they wasted so much time on that character. I mean, they, they, he could have died and brought them together, and they didn't need to waste four episodes on him. Yeah, they probably wasted like at least twenty percent of the show on that character. Yeah, I mean that part didn't bother me that much, but I I, I can get what you're saying for sure. But the bigger, the, my biggest complaint was the ending, the very very end. Okay, I thought it was terrible. What 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 part? What about it? Did you not like? Well, especially especially comparing it to, to the ending of the first Bahamut, mm-hmm. uh, Rage of Bahamut, because the first Rage of Bahamut's ending was epic. Right. You've got like crazy one on one fights happening all over the place, and let's face it, one on one fights are the best fights. Yeah, there were some awesome fights in the. Ending. Yeah, but the way they kill, like in the first season, Bahamut is so powerful mm-hmm. that he's going to destroy the world, and he is in the process of doing that. Yeah. And they're trying, and 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 their only hope is not even to defeat him, just to reseal him. Yes. I believe that's how it wrapped mm-hmm. up. In this season, he comes back and he's, which happens like really randomly. Like he just pops up out of nowhere, in my opinion. Okay. The, well. he's, the king's like, my ultimate goal is to stop Bahamut. Well, and then like, yeah. boom, there's Bahamut. Well, no, he brought him back to life. It, so when I brought something, he unsealed him. So the, the king's goal was one, to unseal Bahamut. And I then just leave him sealed. That's what I'm saying. But his goal was to unseal him and then kill him instead of, you know, so because if, if Bahamut remains sealed and there's always a chance of it coming back. So the king was like, my whole goal, this is why I've been building this power. This, yeah. And it was to unseal him and then kill him once and for all. Well, I get that. But it just, it, it came and it came all of a sudden is what I would say. Yeah. Like it just happened out of nowhere. But like Bahamut in this anime He's not the Bahamut that I remember from the first show. Hmm. He comes, he's like, he's shooting fire out of his breath. And then he is killed like nothing in like a second. Well, cause there's I, no epic fight. Yeah. There's no, I wait the whole damn show for the ending that I know is going to well, be epic. There's a war between the humans and angels and that demons. That is not that satisfying. Yeah. And, but it's not about the war between the angels and the demons. It's about Bahamut. He's, he's in the title. The show is Bahamut. It's of Bahamut. And yeah. so I want to watch them maybe work together to fight Bahamut like in the first one. Mm. He, Bahamut is going ape shit for like two or three episodes, right. but he comes and then in such a corny way, the king and Nina shoot a shoot like a, basically a Kamehameha at him and right. kill him and one one shot. And I'm like, well, wow, like Bahamut is this world eater that has yeah. destroyed multiple worlds and is going to kill everybody and you can't even hope to stop him. You can only you can you cannot kill him. He cannot be killed. He can only be sealed. Right. And then this little pissant dumb girl and some king with a bracelet kill him in like one shot. And I'm like, well, right. that is dumb. So two things. One, I get what, how they because the, that, that was the king's plan the whole time was he built this weapon specifically to kill Bahamut. So I get that. I will say, though, I don't think Bahamut needed to be in the show at all. No, probably not. It was he was he was unnecessary. So I mean, it's fine that he was there. It didn't bother me, but like the that didn't need to be there at all. It was kind of a, uh, I don't know, kind of pointless at the end. I get. No, it, no, there it, is no it, reason for it. Me it there. almost guarantees that there will be no third season. Uh, because there will they, be. Yeah, absolutely. I, be. I bet there. I bet there. I, I think there's a good chance there won't be. Why do you say that? Well, I think that if they don't bring Bahamut out of his shell, mm-hmm. then Bahamut can come out of his shell in the third season. But now that he's dead, he's not dead. They blew his head off. No, um, at the very end, they kind of like mentioned that he 
um, went to sleep or some crap like that. Like you see his his body. Was he not of, headless? Like on the like yeah, just chilling there. Right, and his body kind of like then dissipated into like gold dust or whatever, and he. Well, so do the angels when they die. Yeah, I but uh, there's and the demons do too. They but it's not gold. Right. Well, no, but they do mention at the end that he's not dead. Like specifically, they mention it. They say that he's like gone into hibernation. Or well, who cares? Like when he comes back next season, he'll just get killed in, yeah. in one second again. And anyway, yeah. Again, they I don't think know how to do it. I don't think they need to have him in there. I, 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 and I would, I would be a little upset if they brought him back for the third season. I'd be like, all right, come on, stop milking the same note over again. I would have preferred he not be in this season at all because he didn't do much. No, and he he was like a parlor trick. Yeah, I agree. Because in the first show, he's this buildup. The whole show, you hear about Jet Bahamut's coming. He's coming. He's going to destroy everything from the very beginning. In this show, you don't even hear about Bahamut until the end, and he's like an afterthought. Right. But he's supposed to be this awesome, epic beast. Yeah, I do appreciate um, in them bringing back Bahamut and everything that Favreau was able to get some kind of closure with Amira, which is the girl from the first season that he was in love with. Yeah. That he kind of like sacrificed. I don't even remember her. You don't? Pur- uh, like pinkish purple hair. Uh, she was the one. She, I mean, she's the only other main character in the first season. There's How do you spell that? A-M-I-R-A. She um, it came right up. Yeah. So and, and Favreau was kind of like in love with her. And then he she had to use herself to seal Bahamut. Oh, yeah. I'd be in love with, I was in love with her, too, because she's a demon. That's yeah. right. The demon girl. So it was nice that Favreau was able to get some kind of closure with that. Um, but, Good taste, Favreau. Damn. <laughs> but that's God really damn. that's really the only reason it was, you know, that Favreau, that, that Bahamut was needed. Other than that, it was kind of pointless to have him in there. Actually, I thought that that big blue dragon that beats the crap out of Nina, like how heavy yeah, he, yeah. he was more menacing than Bahamut was. I believe he was half demon, half dragonborn. He, he straight up ex- extinguishes her. I mean, yeah. it is a massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like trying to get away and he's just like whacking her around. He's faster. He's bigger. Mm-hmm. It was just brutal. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was a good fight scene. There were some really good fight scenes in the show. There and, was then, some- and then like Shiva comes out and freezes him and like breaks him, break apart. Oh, didn't yeah. that, did that, did that yeah, not look like it Shiva? Was. It was. Really- I was like, she, she, that is a straight up diamond dust um, summon attack. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, it, but the show is not bad. It's just, it, it has, it didn't keep man, the execution up all the way through. I will tell you, I don't know. I can't think of a show off the top of my head that I have been so hyped watching and then so angry and disappointed, like like the the roller coaster of emotion in this show. I don't know if I felt that in probably since Death Note. I wasn't angry. I just needed it to end. These twenty four, these twenty six episode shows are killing me. Yeah, it's it's hard to get through. That I mean, in a week. I can't do it. Yeah, I cannot do it. I can't give up eight hours, eight extra hours. Well, really, it's four extra hours, but I cannot give because normally the show. Oh, is, oh, oh. Okay. I, I can't give up those four extra hours. A week. I just yeah. don't have it. Yeah, it's rough. I do not have this bandwidth. I literally watched this anime yesterday from like four until, and then I went to dinner with some friends and I was out for a while, but I was like awake at 1 a.m. watching this and I'm old. I can't do that. Yeah. But, um, crap, what was I going to say? <laughs> you went off on the tangent and I lost my spot. You haven't been so angry since Death Oh, Note. yeah, yeah. And, and, and as far as like, I was in love with this show for the first half and then just so disappointed, you know for a few episodes and then it kind of just like I guess my I don't know if my I just settled into my disappointment or if it got a little bit better but man I, I yeah it was it, it was rough but but damn it was so good at first that's that's the hard part let's, is that it was so good let's score it 
Oh, that's hard to score. So I was thinking that this show was about half a point lower than the last one. Mm. Um, but no, but looking at what we gave the last one, we only gave the last one a four. I look back on the last one and I f- feel like it's better than a four. Mm. So I'm going to give this one also. Um, Nina's IQ is probably a four out of five because <laughs> she is dumb. Um, damn, this show... It's 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 so rough because like that first half was a, I mean four and a half like it was yeah, so oh, yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah and then it just shit the bed at the beginning the beginning of the show is like magic yeah literally magic um I don't know about the whole first thirteen episodes but like maybe the first for me the first seven maybe were like just magical mm. I'm like this show is hitting every single note yeah and then it just crapped the and bed and then it got slow yeah they did the whole where they're in prison underground part that was slow yeah. Um, Jinda Arc is is in theory cool, but ultimately wasn't wasn't that cool of a character. Yeah, she doesn't have much of a personality. Nope. Uh, she's, she's hot though, very. Well, yeah. And when, and when the and when the angels give her the give her their power, she looks like Storm. Her <laughs> eyes like light up and shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna settle around. Um, I'm gonna say three and a half. Uh, uh, dragon orgasms out of five. Yeah, Nina. Your <laughs> orgasm and turn into a dragon. She is she is horned up. Yeah. I don't funny. know where these teenage girls were when I was a teenager. For real, right? What because, the heck? Well, I'm sure they were there. I just wasn't, uh, you know, not quite as uh, interesting as I am now, I guess, or something. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, Mitsuki was not, was not that popular in high school. Yeah. Which I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to because we're all anime fans. It's true. I think it's probably a product of just being made fun of uh, like like crazy when you're when you're when you're younger because little kids are awful. That is true. They don't give a shit. They hate you for no reason. Yep. All right. So shall we move on to so that that rounds up to a four. All right. Which I don't know. I guess I can stomach that. Shall yeah. we move on to the mailbags? Sure thing. It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. Loser. I thought you were gonna forget to do that stupid anime. dance. Anime. M- m- mailbag. Bag, bag, bag. I should also make a note real quick before I say, before I do the mailbags. That okay. I was told again by our mobile app developer that it would be done. Wow, that by, thing still exists? That it would be done by the end of October. Okay. This year. How many? No, I don't believe him. How many years has this <laughs> it been? It has been about a year and a couple months with, I, the, with for, this guy. I forgot that even existed. Overall, between like the multiple developers that I've been trying to get it done with, it's been, I think, two years. Holy crap. But he says it will be done by the end of October. He even said I should tell you that. So I'm telling you. All right. Well, there you go. So if you want to submit a mailbag, you can do it at our website, www.aaapodcast.com. At the top, there's a button called Mailbag. And you can throw a mailbag into our pile and we will get to it within two months. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to we it. Try. We'll try within two months. So first mailbag, um, go ahead. First mailbag comes from uh, a frequent writer inner of the show, Icy Rose, um, who I also watched this show with. Oh, you guys are so cute. Last night. Uh, mm. Anyways, <laughs> uh, it says here, hi, AA crew. In an after party episode, Mitsugi mentioned a massive cue for 80 cent donuts that he ended up giving up on. Oh yeah, I couldn't do it. This reminded me of the three to four hour queue at Universal Studios Japan for the Evangelion VR ride that I gave up on during my last trip to Japan. Smart man. Apparently, 
and possibly long queues are a thing at theme parks in Japan. Oh yeah. Yeah. And every theme park everywhere. Uh, during your time there, did it, did you ever suffer through one of these queues? What was the longest time you had to wait for something and was it worth it? Uh, My least favorite, I've been to, um, a lot of theme parks in Japan. I've been to three of them and for such a small country, Japan has a quite a few theme parks. And I will say that the worst theme park for lines is Tokyo Sea. Tokyo Disney Sea, they call it. Okay. It's, I don't know, it's it's themed, but there's a lot of water themes and stuff. And it's the, the lines there are atrocious. And it's very crowded. But the worst line I think I experienced was at Fuji-Q Highland, which is a theme park that is famous for roller, for, for roller coasters. Hmm. And it's located near the base of Mount Fuji. If you ever want to climb Mount Fuji, do what I did. Make it a multiple day trip and go to Fuji Q Highland before you do th- before you do Fuji because you will be ready to die after you get it back down from Fuji. But they have awesome roller coasters. Like every roller coaster at Fuji Q has broken at least one world record at some point. Huh. And they are all awesome. But it's not the roller coasters that have the long lines. It's it was the there was like um the hell is that stupid I don't even, I don't think I can find it quick enough but there is a there's a theme park there's a ride there it's not even a ride it's like an experience that's like you have like two hours and you have to escape from some prison or something it's almost like an escape room okay you've done an escape room yeah, yeah um it's like that and I think the line was like three and a half hours to get oh, in wow. and then halfway and then at some point during the line I didn't I didn't actually get in it but I saw it the um it started thundering and lightning and they had to shut it down Oh, so everyone had to leave the line. Can you imagine how bad that would blow? That sucks. By the way, escape room, great date idea. I mean, if you're good at them, if you suck at escape rooms, it doesn't matter. And you're like, well, we're it doesn't be matter. Stuck in here's here for why. A while. Here's why it's so great. Side tangent. Uh-huh. Most escape rooms have multiple rooms you can do, so you can phrase it to the girl like I did as like a choose your own adventure. Like oh. let her pick which adventure she wants to go on. And then you're literally working together just to get out. Mm-hmm. So you're very, it's very collaborative and working together. Right. It's almost like a, it's almost like team building. So it's, it's a great idea. Huh? It is a little expensive. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, I didn't have to wait in any major line. The only line that I think we had yeah. to wait in when I was in Japan was, um, for, uh, that goddamn ramen shop. Oh, I didn't wait in that line. I did. It was so no, good. it was for the Kobe beef. Oh yeah, that was oh, oh, yeah. it was so worth but it. But the grub would be it's worth any anyway. Oh my god, it was so worth it. <laughs> I miss I miss solid food. People, yeah, but you don't. But you're not wasting money and time like I am. Yeah. I got to look up the other one that's not made of soy. It costs a little more, but mm-hmm. it, it's. Um, here's 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 something right. Okay. Next time someone tells you that they are going to Kobe Steakhouse and that they got Kobe beef, mm-hmm. you'll know that they're full of shit. Yeah. Because you've had real Kobe Oh, yeah. I'd be, like, you, I'd be like, that's not real. And there is nothing in the States like that. Not that I've had. Yeah. And it's probably way more expensive in the States, too. You can't, you can't get it here. Mm. It ha- it, it, they'd have to freeze it. Yeah, yeah. It would ruin it. True. Anyway, next mailbag is from The Creepster. I have a question that I am not sure how to answer. My question is this. In the show Naruto, this, is, this question is a little etchy. Okay. If Naruto summons a shadow clone and makes that clone do it the sexy jutsu. Which he's done. Then Naruto goes on and sleeps with that. Clone. Oh God! Would that be what act would that be called? Would that be considered a whacking off, a straight mating, a gay mating, incest, a literal version of screwing yourself? Also, if he does this, would it be considered as cheating on his wife? P.S. P.S. If you guys are are able to do this, would you guys do it or at least try it once? That answer is yes. 
I mean, that's an interesting question. Sexy jutsu, and I am aroused by sexy jutsu. It's an interesting question. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't, I, well, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, what would that even be considered? <sighs> I think it's multiples of these. I think it can be more than one. I think it's whacking off. Okay. I think it's, I think it's straight mating. I think it's incest. I think it's all of those. I think it's gay mating. No, not gay mating because you know it's what? a girl. I think it's mostly just, <laughs> and this is definitely like more of a hentai episode topic, but whatever. I think it's whacking off. I think so. Yeah. Cause it's like you're using your body to stimulate yourself. Yeah. I think it's whacking off. Yeah. Interesting question though. Yeah, I appreciate interesting, that. Interesting. <laughs> interesting question. Go ahead for the next one. You, you dirty freak. <laughs> well, uh, we do, do, we do do a hentai episode. So we, we can't really talk. Nah, I know. Um, all right. Next mailbag comes from Godius Maximus. It says, Hey crew. Godius. Simple question here. He is the goat. Tom Brady is. Wait, you think Tom Brady is Godius Maximus? No, I'm saying Tom Brady is the goat. What if Tom Brady listened to our podcast? That would be awesome. (laughs) What if he was a secret anime addict? Well, then he knows that I want to eat Fruit Loops out of his chin dimple one loop at a time. That's And he probably, I'm sure he's stocking up on Fruit Loops. Yeah, or something. Anyways. Or getting a restraining order. Yeah. Uh, It says here, simple question, which show most needs to have Gogo 13 in it as a character. <laughs> Thanks for the good work, peeps. What show would be good with <laughs> Gogo 13? I said any idol show because I would love him to just kill, snipe them all one at a time from a distance in, like as they're performing live. I want to see Gogo 13 in. Mm, I want to see him in like a really like a little kid's show. Like uh, what, what's, what's a what's a good like really like s- small kid like y- like, you know. Like Doraemon? Maybe like Doraemon. That Shin one. Chan? Shin Chan would be good, and I think it would make sense in Shin Chan. <laughs> Shin Chan's so that, ridiculous. I don't think Golgo makes sense in a whole lot of shows. I could see I could see that. I could see a like a Golgo Shin Chan crossover. <laughs> that would be interesting. Okay. Next mailbag is from Wait, also from Godius? Godius Maximus. Yeah, I normally try not to duplicate them, but not all failures are made equal. Some anime are just bad, but some are actually interesting for what they reveal about the character, about the creator, and in how they fail. So what is the most interesting failure you've seen? Best wishes. Godius. Interesting failure? Yeah, so I, I wrote down some. I went on my anime list and I, wrote, I looked at the shows that had low scores that I thought were actually not that bad. Okay. So my, number, my first one was Super Lovers. I think that it's not a good show. It's objectionable, but I think that it got a lot of people interested in it and it had a lot of viewers and had a lot of people talking. Okay. And so even though there are some, some scenes in that anime that make us all kind of cringe, mm-hmm. it, every single anime fan knows what Super Lovers is. And I don't think it was like, it's not a piece of crap. It's like average, probably. Average with, average with cringeworthy elements. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, honestly, I don't I have know. more. So you can think. Yeah. Umineko no Naku Koroni, which everybody thought was going to be like Higurashi no Naku Koroni because of the title, but um, just had a horrific execution. It's like the opposite of what um, Bahamut, Bahamut, Reju Bahamut has. Terrible execution, but it did have entertaining scenes where characters were killed really brutally. And so you're sort of watching that anime for the, like the mystery of it, but also to see that people get killed really horribly. So I, I, that anime gets a really bad rap, but I actually think it's, it's just about average. It's not like the worst thing ever. Also school live. 
Oh, we've talked about that a lot. Was that a failure? I think I think we've discussed that it is. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it was. I mean, I, I how yeah. bad the ending is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I really think that anime is not good, but it, it's not awful. I just think that it it could have been done so much better. So those are a couple examples. It's yeah. a tough question because it's very like vague. Yeah, I know, and I can't really think of any off the top of my head except for yeah, <laughs> Shingeki no Bahamut Virgin Soul. Okay. Well, Although I don't know if I would question. consider it's a fair it, answer. It's not necessarily a failure as much as it's a it is a disappointment though, on a, on a level. So I don't know. But anyways, well, interesting I mean, question. You're trying to follow. You're trying to follow like uh, an amazing, sh- like a really great anime, and it's mm-hmm. not easy to, 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 it's not easy to replicate that. But yeah. I'll say that they they did. They a, started strong. They started strong, and they did a pretty decent job at, at matching the, what the first season did. Yeah. All um, right. Next mailbag uh, comes yeah. from Pull My Finger. Yep. It says, "Hello, a podcast hosts. Two quick questions for the crew. Number one: Have you ever had the need to put or the speed?" Sorry. Yes, I, I always have the need for speed. No, uh, the need to put the podcast in a hiatus due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, that has not happened. No. But not 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 due to unforeseen circumstances. Mm. Like no one has died or anything. Yeah. But we have gone on breaks for like summer vacations during college, right. Japan trips, um, uh, winter vacation. True. Various things like that. Yeah. But I mean, if you, if you, I think over like the eight years, this same podcast has only missed like maybe 15 episodes. Yeah. So. And that's like it's when you're, many. you are out of the country or just, yeah, not able to, cause I mean, we have a whole setup here and it, it's impossible to take this. I mean, well, we took the last, we took yeah. the last one apart awfully quick, actually. We had that. We had the whole room packed up in like, half oh, yeah. An hour. yeah. I, I mean, I'm saying like if we're like taking this somewhere else to set it up, if when we're on, out on vacation or something like that, it would be difficult to do. And I mean, unless we just did like a bare bones setup and it was less, you know, not as high quality. Anywho. All right. Part two here was, has the worst, has his worship, the Pope Mitsugi mm-hmm. yeah. ever missed a podcast? Yeah, I have. Yes. A, f- a few, maybe three. Yeah. Very, very rarely. Well, uh, one of them, I was getting my scuba diving certification, which I really need to get back to that dive shop. I think that might be the last one you missed. That was, I amazing. need to find a dive shop in Tampa in St. Pete because mm. driving to Tampa across that bridge is so shitty. Yeah. I, I do I it every single my, day. I need to get my money back for that dive and then take that money to a dive shop in St. Pete. Mm. I might do that. Um, but yeah, I've missed a few and I think, um, I'm sure I've been sick at least once. Maybe not. And I never get sick. Honestly, I think the last one you missed was when you went to go to your certification and that was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 That's it doesn't crazy. happen often, which well, is probably uh, why he's asking. Yeah, also because I don't know how to run the equipment. and I, yeah. I barely know how to run this. this <laughs> whole, there's so many wires and shit. I don't know. Where I, it's at the point where I can't do it. I can't do it on my own. It's not a mixer and a, and a bunch of mics anymore. It's, yeah. a bunch of other, it's a bunch of stuff that I don't even know what half of it does. Yeah, we're broadcasting, recording, and doing a bunch of, yeah. I mean, we got, I got like my laptop going into the interface, going back into the laptop, going into the mics. It, uh, it's basically a professional setup, except way cheaper. It's like, it, basically, you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like a, a poor man's professional setup. Well, well, not a poor man. It's not so poor, but yeah, it, it's still, it's still pretty expensive. It's not a radio station. We'll just say that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that brings us to a close. You were like a little past two hours. Not bad. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks for listening guys. The, um, if you want to subscribe to our podcast and get all the extra content that we offer you and also and make sure that this podcast continues to exist. You can do that by going to www. 
aaapodcast.com forward slash join. On there, you can throw us just a couple bucks and you'll be getting up to eight extra exclusive podcast episodes a month, which include crazy, naughty stories, hearing about our personal lives, our, our hobbies, our passions. Dude, right now, the backlog, so the backlog of episodes that you have, it's, I mean, it would literally be a few cents for each episode if you broke it out. Oh yeah. It would be, oh my God. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, like if you, if you did subscribe, you would instantly have over like 200 episodes to listen to. Yeah. So if you do it like that, you're talking like pennies per, it's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So I'm here for. Yeah. So of course, yeah. And of course you can go to our, to our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash AAA forward slash groups forward slash AAA podcast, which is where you can find out how to join Kazuo's, um, what is it called? Watch parties. His watch parties on the on, on the on his Discord channel that's growing rapidly. You can join the Facebook group and um, talk with the 600 Filipino women <laughs> that are in there. Which that's what I'm doing to do right after the podcast is over. And yeah, it's just a good community where you can talk with people that are just like you. So I definitely recommend that. Is there anything else? I believe that's it. We are going to do an after party after this. So if you want to stick around, feel free. Um, until then, stay, uh, stay safe and we'll see you next week on the podcast. Have a good one guys.